we'll see why. See, so here's here's why here's here's what I think Blizzard did wrong. They they did everything. Um, Bethesda did everything right when they announced uh, an Elder Scrolls game for the for the mobile. Um, basically, no, like whether you like it or not, mobile games are a thing. Mm, okay, that's it, it's fact. Whether you, it, it is it a makes money market for gamers, yeah. yes. For no, no, not for gamers. For mobile gamers, there's a huge there's a huge difference there, in my opinion. Huge difference. Um, but bottom line is, what they did right was, um, by the way, we've got this new Sky, uh, Elder Scrolls game coming out on 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 mobile. Um, uh, but you, it's also available on PC, by the way. And also, here's a six second uh, trailer with just some clouds, uh, some green hills, and Elder Scrolls six across to get your dicks wet. And that's exactly what happened. So if all Blizzard did was, by the way, here's Diablo Immortals, here's it on PC, and here's like the show face of Diablo, pans left, and then yep. you see IV, it would be enough. It would be, it's like, you'd have people, you'd have people having orgies in the back alleys uh, behind BlizzCon. Jesus, dick. I was you know say that would happen. They just get so hot and bo- uh, bothered. It's just like a huge orgy would just start right then and there. I can't also, control my vats. Also, the people, that guy, uh, the quote-unquote hero by the people, dubbed the hero people who uh, just shit on the Blizzard devs, um, was rude as fuck. Uh, the Blizzard devs were also rude as fuck. Like, don't you guys have phones? Right? right? Like, it was just a shit show from the beginning. Um, no, and my, uh, also, it was an outsourced uh, uh, division. So, uh, NetEase, I believe, is the company yeah. in charge of developing it. Uh, I mean, I was also going to give credit to Nintendo because I love Nintendo. Uh, Metroid Prime 4, you know, they announced it with nothing but a animated GIF of a title screen, pretty much. So, uh Ooh, whole orgies. That's all people need. They just need to know that something's being worked on. Which I think I've made that point in regards to Generation 8. Like, I don't care about Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I just want to know that something's being worked on. Or at least show me something. All you got to do is show me an outline of a Pokemon that's just a circle. And just like a dark circle, I'd be happy. Be like, oh, that's a new Pokemon confirmed, dude. What's like Generation 8's on its way? Let's go. You just like video game cock teases. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Are you happy? Is this what you wanted? <laughs> Prepare for trouble. Make it double. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all people within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To extend our reach to the stars above. Nick! And Tyler. Team Rocket blasts off to the speed of light. Surrender now or prepare to fight, fight, fight. Meow! That's right! Find a spot around the fireplace, you goons. It's time for another tale of Casual Master Quest. Aloha and welcome to episode 26 of Casual Master Quest. Did you just steal my greeting? You just yes. stole my greeting. I've been doing that for the last few shows now, Tyler. I don't know where you've been. Do you, even listen, to, do you even listen to me? I can't I, believe I. It's it's. You don't even listen to me anymore, Tyler. I'm sorry. Maybe this is my fault. Have you ever had that had that happen <laughs> where it's like pretty certain it didn't happen, but they're so certain they're like, did I do that? <laughs> All the time. There, there was a time this week. It got cleared up, so everybody's happy. There was a point when somebody's like. Hey, I think you hit my car with your truck. I'm like, there's no way I could have hit your car with uh, my truck. That's not possible. And, you know, it, 
He's like, I mean, I'm pretty certain. I was like, maybe. <laughs> it's like I started talking to myself. I was like, maybe I did teleport. I don't know. What kind of truck do you drive? I drive a 2018 Freightliner. Okay, you're talking about your truck truck. I'm talking about your yeah, own personal I, truck. I, I don't own a normal person truck. I, I was talking about me as a semi-truck driver. Okay, what car do you own? Okay, that's a more fair answer. I own a 2003 Chevy Malibu. A Chevy Malibu? Uh, what, what the fuck is a Malibu? Wait, do you not know? Have you heard of Chevrolet? I know what a Chevrolet is, Tyler. Don't patronize me. I just never... Oh, a Malibu. Okay, looks okay, like Okay, Malibu is like okay. the predecessor to the Impala, which is probably one okay, of the I most... I know the Impala because we just generally go by different uh, model names. Um, I'm, like, a, a, I'm a Chevy four-wheel car. No, okay. L- let me be more specific. Like a model like the Malibu is known by something else back home. What is it called? A, a um, moose? No. Malibaba? I mean back home, like the... <laughs> All right. The motherland, um, the father. Oh, I, I, did I just make a bad joke? I I guess so. I don't remember what it's called, but I I recognize this car. But okay. we, it's just not called Malibu for us. All right, okay, that's. I just thought you. Okay, forgive me for being stereotypical, but to me, all Americans. I, mean, I said Malibaba. Maybe I'm in the wrong here at this point. Is this Ford my fault? F-150s. That's all I ever see Americans driving. Oh yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not against a Ford. Or F-150. Chevy Silverado. Or a Chevy Silverado. They're yeah. both very good trucks. And I know I offended probably both of parties since I didn't choose one or the other. Because God <laughs> forbid, you know, it's like I, I got to pick one and then, for the lack of a better way of saying this, terrible, slip my wrist for the other one. It's like, come on. No, they're both good. Relax. Besides, everybody Anyways. knows that the Tacoma is the best by GMC. Oh, uh, the uh, GMC Tacoma. I was trying to remember what the third one was. Anyways, we have. An, we have quite the episode for you guys today um we have an interview uh yes, coming up later on with uh admins from the uh the server that the thing that happens on tyler do you want to tell us where they're from uh <laughs> so uh there is uh pixelmon uh, what you know we've gone through this before pixelmon is the mod for pokemon on minecraft the one of the largest remaining servers for this is pixel spark which is consisted uh, or consists of five different servers into one big package. And we had the pleasure of interviewing the uh, top admins of the generation server of Pixel Spark. And uh, they were very kind, uh, calm Australians who risked the uh, slept, sleep deprivation. I believe it was like uh, one o'clock, midnight for one, and then 4 a.m. for the other. By the and, time we started, uh, yeah. By the time we started. And meanwhile, we had to make sacrifices of our own. I had to wake up at, you know, 11 a.m. I had to wake up at 8.45 a.m. That's horrible. Now, oh, my, on a Saturday? Oof. I mean, in my defense, I didn't get home from work until 7 a.m. Third shift. Oh, no, no, you have, you have a lot more uh, reason I'm to I'm defending myself. I'll throw me. you under the bus. I, I, no, I had the choice to go to sleep early. but then, And so at 11.30 at night, I was done with everything I had to do yesterday. And then and, you just started and black I just, eyed peas. I got a feeling and start partying. I got a feeling and I was up till 3 in the morning. Anyways, how's your week been, Tyler? Fantastic. Uh, yeah. There's uh, a lot of things that happened this week. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned last week that I wanted to go see a movie for uh, the six-year anniversary with uh, my wife. Went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Or, I, actually, I think it's just called Bohemian. I, I could be mistaken on that. I believe it's just called Bohemian. Like, the song itself is called Bohemian Rhapsody, but I think uh, the movie itself is just Bohemian. No, the movie be... is Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Okay, good. That would make sense. Yeah. And it's like, so, uh, 
I've heard a lot of criticism about this movie saying hey, they they did the history with the the music out of order they you know they dramatized some stuff and it's like it's a fucking movie first off. Oh but, yeah. Uh there's a weird situation with this particular movie. I love Queen with a passion. I love their music specifically. I uh have my best friend Nick other Nick. Not me. Yeah. Uh, uh, alter ego shadow Nick. Uh, really loves Freddie Mercury. He's in a similar boat. You know, we're big fans of Queen. You know, the history and stuff, and to have a live dramatization or dramatization of a movie that was before us even being born at this point was fantastic, and I loved it. Right. And uh, like, I got emotional. Like, I was getting ready to tear up. I haven't teared up for a movie since Toy Story three. And I don't know when Tour Story 3 came out. Please tell me. It was sometime in the past five years. Otherwise, I'm going to get upset with myself. But the point is, uh, I would say, without a doubt, this was the best movie I've seen in the past five years. And, oh, shit. Nick, give me a look. What? Toy Story 3 came out 2010. <laughs> shit. So it, I haven't felt this emotional about a movie in, I guess, eight years. Great. And so uh, if you haven't made the jump to see Bohemian Rhapsody, even if you don't care for Queen but you know who Queen is and you, you know, you'd love to have an interest on in that. This is one of those fantastic type of movies. They are fairly accurate. I think they're almost very accurate. They might add a couple of spins here and there just to add but some it's a, it's, to it. It's a movie. Like uh, they did say like it is a bio uh, biopic. Um, it is like an autobiography, not an autobiography, but a bi biographic film about Freddie Mercury and Queen. But it is, it is also a movie, right? I also would like to say something interesting. I don't know if it was the uh, the rest of the Queen team, or whatever you want to call it, who's left there. Uh, some group, I believe, affiliated with Queen, if not the rest of the Queen band themselves, were like, hey, let's, because uh, it stops at a certain point uh, where pretty much like uh, Freddie Mercury and one of his last performances before he uh, passed away, and then it stops it right there. Good note. Very nice note. You know, everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. We did it. We are the champions playing. And uh, behind the scenes, uh, people, uh, the Queen team is like, you know, we actually did a lot more after that. We actually had a lot of fun. You know, Queen uh, was very successful in the next upcoming years. Uh, let's go party and talk about that afterwards. But then the people in charge of the movie are like, eh, Freddie Mercury's not in it. We're cutting it here. So well, mind you, life, it was a movie uh, focused on Freddie Mercury. Um, and to add to that, in real life, their last tour or their most one of their most recent tours, they toured with Adam Lambert as their frontman. It's just, I think it's weird because I'm not sure what kind of pretenses they got permission from Queen to make this movie. But I think they might have tried to focus it more on the Queen thing in the in the talks. But then it started turning very heavily and quickly towards. Uh, Freddie Mercury as soon as uh, they started actually getting stuff going on. So that was interesting. I uh, learned a couple of things. And there was a character in the movie. And if you ever saw this movie, you'll understand who I'm talking about. That is just horrible. Like as a person. It, like uh, it, it just like the way that he acted, the way he did it, it was so toxic to me that I made, I hated this character. Which meant that the actor did a fantastic job making oh, me get like, oh man, I would slap the shit out of this guy for the things he got, you know, got away with. And uh, that's pretty much it for the movie. I did blow the fuck out of a deer this week. I lost uh, part of the quarter fender on the truck, so you know, no, no actual loss of my end. I just had the 
you know, spend three and a half hours uh, doing a drug test and peeing in the cup and all that stuff. Right. Uh, but the deer did get the worst end out of that. I believe my joke was I hit that deer so hard that it ended up in different zip codes. So, yikes. Yeah, it, it was it was it was bloody. I'm glad you're okay though. That that's not uh, like I'm sure you have a bigger vehicle and like in comparison to my little two door hatchback, um, it would have been a different scenario. Absolutely. But, but still hitting anything. Um, that late at night, it, it, it can still be a little scary. It happened around 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. So it was at that prime time where you know you, you're not tired, but as a third shifter, but you're starting to you know, work your way towards it. I've hit two deer in a truck and then one deer in a car. The experience between those is monumental. Oh, I would you imagine. With the truck, you hear, and then you go, fuck, I'm going to have to write a report about that one. Yep. When, I, when I hit the deer with the car, it hit it so hard that it broke my tire rod, lost control out of my vehicle, and I started being forced veering right at 65-something miles an hour into a guardrail. A little bit different. It, it, Just a tiny bit. Totaled the car, scared the, you know, the shit out of me, and thankfully I was so, not coked up, but souped up on caffeine that I was both terrified and so excited that I survived. <laughs> I immediately jumped out of the car and started doing jumping jacks and saying, holy shit, let's do that again. <laughs> and it, it was it was an amazing yeah, experience. Yeah. I mean, did you make it, so in, in terms of uh, when, when you hit the deer with your car, did uh, was the deer okay? Did you just get up and just prance along? That's what pissed me off. But the, fucking, the fucking deer just got us like, oh, I hit you? Whatever, dude. See it ya. blew the fuck out of the left side of my, you know, it took out my fucking light, bent in the, you know, my tire, broke the fucking tire rod. Now, granted, the tire rod is probably rusty as all hell. You know, it didn't take much, you know, I could yeah. spit on it, it just broke. But yeah, apparently the son of a bitch uh, with a limp, well, obviously had a shattered <laughs> pelvis. Walked off to be eaten you know, a couple hours later by a coyote that could run <laughs> or walk really fast. But with a this, the nice thing about my current job is uh, we have deer guards on it. And this is terrible of me to say. I've had my experiences with deer. I hate deer. I hate when deer are stupid enough to get on the road. I will take immediate satisfaction in saying that that deer. I didn't veer towards it when I saw it get on the road. But I, I, I certainly didn't fly off the road for it, that's for sure. But they, they they always say very specifically, truck drivers, do not swerve, do not veer off the road. Don't, you know, get yourself into oncoming traffic. Now, I could have done that anyways, technically. I'm in the, I'm in the middle of a boonie road in the middle of nowhere. Or, you know, the, the only car I'm going to see for the next 20 miles is maybe a cop car who has nothing better to do in his time besides play Bejeweled or something. Whew, that, that deer went. Whew, man. It's weird because I drive the same route every single day. So I came back the next day and it just looks like a CSI crime scene all over the road. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's weird. Why do they paint this whole section of the road red? Ugh. But uh, beyond that, I guess the last thing I could think of is uh, Friday nights are fun. Friday nights are fun. Friday nights is um, when people like to go out and drink. Is it they not? like they, they, they do like the party. Uh, I, I deliver the stores. Uh, these stores are usually in urban areas, so you know it's city like areas. Usually, sometimes it's not, but the ones I deliver to uh, in the larger cities are you know, if it's usually a very small to mid tier type city where everything's all put together. And right. 
in this case, uh, I have a store that is uh, attached to a bar, a car parts store attached to a bar, which no offense to anybody. If you want drunk people like, uh, you know, five feet away from an uh, uh, empty store that's full of very, very, very expensive car parts. I just feel like that's poor planning on somebody's part. I don't know what happened there. Uh, my point is, uh, I had to get into a parking lot for one of these stores, and that parking lot gets completely filled for the bar. That's not a big deal. It's rough. The fuck was that? Sorry, I thought I heard a bass guitar or something. I'm like playing my woes. I'm losing it. So, anyways, uh, so I might have some trouble back into the store and whatnot. I- I'm on my way. Problem is, though, people that park in this parking lot go to the bar. Right. Uh, the spoiler alert: They also walk back to the parking lot every now and then to have a smoke or you know to get in their cars to make very terrible decisions. Or you know they made they just met somebody special and then they got a they got a um, um, remember that the uh, meeting of this person in a very particular fashion. Uh, they want to consummate their uh, future wedding. Yeah. Actually, ironically enough, uh, I want to point this out. Uh, I don't know why they did this. I had uh, a, uh, I'm assuming homeless people that uh, owned a very large van. So uh, a homeless couple, you know, they actually looked pretty well to do, but they're just living in this very large Scooby-Doo sized uh, van. And they parked it right next to the, the porch that I had to back up to, to deliver. It's like why they parked there in particular when I, you know they know every single now going to be a loading at the same exact time. They started complaining. It's like, guys, uh, I can give just you an eviction notice and just move. Or do, you, do you need a dollar for gas? What's going on here? It's like uh, <laughs> rent's not higher on the other side of the parking lot. <laughs> but uh, the reason why I'm getting to the story is, and uh, Nick knows where I'm going at. Uh, people who are drunk, well, uh, they're uh, opening open to trying new things. Uh, people that uh, you know are ambitious and they want a lady friend or whatnot, they you know they go for the ladies and start hitting them in the bar. Or if you live in the middle of uh, you know middle of the fuck city uh, in the middle of nowhere, you're usually pretty lonely if you drink by yourself. It's like I'm gonna go have a cigarette. I'm so lonely with my life. Hey, there's a guy that he's delivering stuff to the store. He looks like he needs help. I'm gonna help him, and I'm gonna talk to him so I can feel important as a person. And so, meanwhile, I'm like cursing the store because it's the one store I got to break down the pallet and move, you know, 1,200 pounds worth of steel inside. Right. And, and all of a sudden, this drunkard comes stumbling up the stairs saying, "Hey, hey!" And it's like, <laughs> I'm looking. I was like, "Yeah, what's up? You need a light for your cigarette?" And he's like, "Can I help?" I'm like. No, <laughs> your insurance liability at this point. I'm afraid you're gonna st- like you shouldn't be on the second step at this point because if you fall over and there's no cameras, I'm screwed. I can't explain that one easily. And so he stands there right next to the door. I gotta walk by, so I gotta walk by this guy. Meanwhile, I want to point this out. He stands next to the door. Between the door and the edge of this porch, there is no frame or anything. If he tumbles. Okay. He's dropping six feet into cement. That's death right there. If he's aggressive, that's six feet of me dropping, holding you know a heavy <laughs> uh, rotor or something like that. Right. And that will mess me up. That's also bad. So I'm pretty tense at this point. And he wants to walk inside the store. He's like, man, it's really cold out here. Can I go inside for a second? It's like, 
No. Just tell him to go back to the bar. Oh, well, dude, uh, you know, it's like, I'm just trying to do my job. It looks like you need to get a, another good drink. You enjoy yourself and get warm back inside the bar. And he would not have it. He was like, nah, man, I really want to talk to you. And it's like, I'm flattered. I'm taken. It's like, the nice thing is I have this weird confidence where if somebody is like this plastered and they try to pick a fight with me, I can lay them on their ass. I'm not going to lie. It's like, I'm, I'm sure when they're sober, they're, you know, they're boxing champion, but they're that plastered to where they're stumbling on the stairs and whatnot. I don't feel that scared of you. I don't right. know why. Just, you know, I can't put my thumb on it. But I, I've done a dealt with this before. This has actually happened uh, every single Friday that I've delivered to the store. Usually, though, it's uh, people hanging on the edge of my lift gate. Say, you know, ladies, not saying, as not as interactive. Well, they'll 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 hang over the edge and go, "Hey, what are you <laughs> what are you doing?" I'm like unloading. What are you unloading? Stuff. <laughs> what kind of stuff? And it's like, at this point, it's like, they can clearly see what I'm pulling out. It's like, boxes. What's in those boxes? I'm like, are you casing me out? <laughs> Get off my case, lady. They just they just want they just want to know how big the package is, Tyler. Yeah, I bet they do. Uh, so, it's just weird because half the time they're lonely half the time they just want to fuck with you either way i don't want to deal with them right. it's like it's, it's okay no, to drink I, at a bar yeah, it's okay yeah, to have fun nobody, nobody wants that while they're working like if you weren't working you just happen to be there for like yeah, a, just one off, have a smoke yeah, or something yeah. it's like let's shoot shit yeah, no, but you're working you're on the clock you got it you have a fixed time uh uh timeline like pretty much uh what would i like i don't smoke anymore anyways uh but if that you know the drunkard's like i gotta rethink my life by talking to this truck driver trying to do his job if he's like hey you want to have a smoke and uh shoot shit i'd say fuck it yeah you give me a cigarette you got five minutes right. i'm a cheap prostitute <laughs> but that that's now what happened he was not courteous he just wanted to get warm by helping me unload like this guy can barely carry himself let alone you know 120 pounds right, worth of batteries right. in his arms but that's pretty much it on my end. What's going on, on your end, man? Um, so, so there, there's anybody who's been uh, following the story of a shitty situ a shitty class that I'm in. Um, we find recently. So now we are in week ten or week eleven. We have thirteen weeks of study officially, and then before we go into like our finals and stuff. Uh, so it started off in uh, September. Uh, we are in week ten, uh, week eleven. And we find out uh, this past week that the software that our professor has been pushing, he's never actually opened it. Um, he's never opened the damn software once. Um, so it's a software uh, that is is Mac OS uh, exclusive. So you can only use it on Mac computers. Um, it is available. So so each we have three different campuses. The campus that I go to, we have at least, um, I want to say, 120 some computers. Um, at the very least, a uh, good chunk of them are Apple computers uh, for students to use. Um, we have this software exclusive to one lab that has about 20 of these Apple computers. Uh, 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 by lab, I mean it's just like a, uh, uh, it's not like a chemistry lab or a science lab. It's just like a, a place, a lab? little classroom, like a computer lab. That's what, that's the fucking word. Uh, like a little computer say, lab. With like a clear look in your eyes, like please help me help, say help, something, yeah. you mother. Uh, a little computer lab, and it, and the software is there on these computers, but only only on every alternate computer. And now, since our professor has never opened the software, he didn't know that it requires another software to use 
and it is useless without that software. And so that software is also Mac exclusive and is not available on any of the lab computers. And we had shit due this past week and for the next coming weeks. That depends that he wants us to use only with this software. And I just don't understand what I'm paying $2,400 for per course. I I had an interesting moment and this will, you know, humor you. Uh, I noticed this also with college. uh, Two things I didn't like when it came to something similar to this. First one was uh, math books that had one-time uh, one use codes. Yeah. So in order to access my, my my math book officially, it was basically a small folder with a code on it. And so it's like their way of making sure that I didn't try to sell the book back or some other bullshit. Because yep. God forbid I couldn't print screen and then you know copy and paste and make my own PDF and pass it on <laughs> to the The second thing, and this is what really bugged me, but it technically makes sense uh i was with a professor who was an expert in his field like he knew his shit and uh so well that he was a published author of a good book that you know talked about exactly what he was a professor of right that he fucking required every single student to buy right so not only was he making money as a professor he was making money off of royalties by forcing every student that listened to him to buy his fucking book and it's like okay sure that's how we're gonna play this so generally what happens there and i'm assuming the book uh the price for the book was a little bit absurdly high it's probably like 25 30 dollars versus okay uh, okay so then okay so then on that end that's not too bad because that means he was uh published through an independent um uh publisher uh usually what happens no versus uh the university publishing their own stuff and so because they're the publishers, they're the only suppliers. And so they can jack up the prices as much as they want. And this is not uncommon because a lot of universities are research-based, like my yeah. university. And so they'll hire people to do work for them, right, to innovate or whatever. And it's just stipulated in their contract. Oh, by the way, you also have to teach this class that you, we don't really care that whether you do a good job or not. That That's fucked up. No, it is, but it's all about money. That's that's what everything's about, which I can understand to a certain extent. Like that's the way the world is, but at least give us a fucking quality. If we're paying that much, felt like when it came to university, the two things financially that wanted to screw me over was a books. Now a small scale, but still a pretty big scale in terms of you know the amount that you would think you'd have to spend for more or spend on versus how much you actually have to cough up versus what you're actually going to get back when you sell it to the store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing would be uh, if you tried to live on campus because oh, they, yeah. no, no. they like, will oh, you like crazy. Like, oh, yeah, you get the social life and stuff, but then you kind of have to sell your liver, um, maybe sell a kidney, uh, and you you know, maybe have to whore yourself out for a little bit to be able to afford to eat for this week. I think I spent more on the dorms than I actually did for the classes. <laughs> I, I wish I was yeah, kidding. No, I think no, I'm being serious. I, I, I don't. Uh, um, I don't like. I believe you because uh, the dorms here as well. Um, so it's only the tuition uh, fee. There's a difference uh, between domestic and international students. Um, that's not particularly the case in the states most of the time. Or there's at least not a big difference. It might be a difference of maybe uh, you know. I'm bleached white man. I wouldn't know. Okay. No. So uh, for for like just like regular, let's say uh, Arizona State U. Right. Uh, that's the old, that's the first example that came to mind because I have a friend there. Um, uh, how much an American citizen would pay compared to an international su- uh, student would pay? There's only about a few thousand dollars difference every year on tuition alone. In Whereas, whose favor? Um, in the favor of the domestic students. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but with uh, with uh, in Canada, uh, domestic students pay essentially a third of what international students pay. So I'm paying twenty four hundred dollars per course. Canadian students are paying eight hundred dollars per course. That's fucked up. No, it's not. Uh, to some extent, yes, but it's uh, the the whole thing is because these are publicly funded universities. So it's because the families have been paying tax and stuff. That's why they get the discounted price. And so because we're coming into the country and not paying tax, haven't been paying tax. So we just moved here to study. We're getting the higher price, whatever. I understand that because there are a lot of people who do struggle to even pay that $800. And so actually being in university itself is a privilege. Um, so the so idea of, uh, oh, if they're able to afford sending them overseas to get the finest education, you should get the premium price, I guess you'd say. Which yeah, which is uh, which is whatever. But like the 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 price for everything else is about the same. So dorms, international domestic students, they pay about the same. Um, and I was going somewhere with this, and I completely lost it. But still fucked uh, up. Your professor uh, though, did, yeah, no, doesn't not know what the hell he's doing on the program. Uh, no, I'm sure. No, like no, he hasn't. We haven't actually learned anything. He's a, he's he's an expert in his field. He's just a shitty instructor. There's no organization. He's been changing the course as we've been going along every week, and I just don't like. It's frustrating, dude. Really, it is. He just needs uh, to get into uh, Simon. Just sit in the chair. Tell me why I should give you an A. And then you just you <laughs> start singing, and then he's like, "Bravo!" And then just gets an A and passes on. And he does the same thing. Or you know, tell me how why how you can make a website better. Right, right. Why I'm trying to Sean Connery. I believe his name is Simon <laughs> Powell. It's close. I can all I can all I should be telling you is that he's European. So yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but beyond that, um, nothing much really. It's just been schoolwork. Uh, we're reaching the tail end of the semester, so things have been ramping up. Um, so I haven't had much time to play as much. Actually, I've had quite a bit of time this week. But uh, so that's a fantastic fucking segue into what have you been playing this week, Tyler? Oh, no, the focus was on yourself for the segue. What, what have you been playing this week? Nick? What have I been playing? Um, yeah. Actually... I have, I've added one or two new games to my rotation, which is, ooh, big shocker. So ooh, outside, outside of uh, Overwatch and Destiny 2, uh, because I did play some of that, um, I actually went on a big uh, win streak this uh, past week in Overwatch. I went on a six-win competitive streak. Nice. And I have not touched the game since. It must and, be your like, alone. I, no, I I was playing your with friends. Performance Ninja is knocking at the door. You're telling him no. You're making your own path. You just need a little break before you you make the big jump. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, played some Destiny 2 PvP. That was pretty fun. Uh, and so I I went back to a game I haven't touched in uh, a while. RimWorld. Um, I really I I love RimWorld. It's such a it's such a chill game. RimWorld is a uh, prison architect style game, top down, uh, colony manager. Um, yeah, I, I think I played it on stream and I was trying to get, um, there's some people in, in chat and just trying to get them involved in naming some of the people, my colonists, and just uh, taking some of their, um, what do you call it, some of their suggestions for what I should be doing with my colony moving forward. And it was just a fun stream, but I don't think I can stream that game because I like, it's one of those games where I just enjoy playing it on my own. Right. And not not just constantly talking through it. Yeah, um, like I, pretty I, much I, I do a, but a good it, silent stream. Yeah, like I just, yeah, like that's what I would like focus and not just paying attention. To, like I don't pay attention to all these other things when I'm playing RimWorld, and I don't, en I didn't enjoy that part of it particularly. But that was a good, uh, good time. Um, we played some Splatoon two uh, last. Uh, um, Hell yeah, last we did. We made um, a mistake. Uh, so I believe at one point we had four people trying to get together, 
Yeah. I think as soon as you joined, other Nick left because he drank too much, which is uh, an interesting experience. I don't remember if I was drinking. I believe I might have actually cold turkeyed it. But uh, everybody else was having a good time. And, no, it was fun, uh, yeah. So uh, we got to play together again. Uh, make sure that you get your money's worth out of the game. So I think he got like a solid two and a half hours so far, the optimal experience level. Uh, and uh, my other best friend, uh, Brandon, joined us and he had a good time. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. Along with Eric Plunk, who I think was around for a little while. Eric Plunk is like now the silent champion. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is like the Black Knight of uh, Splatoon. Whenever we play Saturday night, he will just silently he just, just to be there. He'll shift in. And he's like, "I'm Eric Plunk, and I'm about to splat your ass." And it's like, "Oh, hi, Eric." And it's like he doesn't say anything. I mean, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll spam on Twitter like, "Eric." And he's like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" You know, trying to be all yeah. cool. And I'm like, "Eric, you're so cool." Shout out, shout out to Eric Plunk. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a very good. Yeah, player. on Twitter at Eric Plunk. Like, I've never talked to him in life at all besides you know the moments uh we randomly started playing together but coincidence or no we were friends on switch he started joining us we started joining him and every time uh we have fun with them yeah and also um, uh i learned some very solid uh roller murder strats especially when you're dueling against other uh rollers and i've been put out the pasture quite a few times so it seems like i've started to rub off on tyler by making him what i like to call sweaty uh splatty thank you <laughs> and, or uh, if you want to go full Splatoon 2, uh, I like to get extra fresh. Extra fresh, dude. Yeah, I'm super fresh. Um, I've also been playing Gwent. Gwent. Now, Gwent is the card game for Witcher. Is that correct? Yes, it was an in. It was a mini game in The Witcher 3, and they made it a full game due to heavy fan demand. Nice. And um, it, I played it either the start of the year or late last year the last time i played it um and it's gone through so many changes because now it's officially out i believe it's oh. now, now yeah okay uh, it's officially I out i assume it's good uh there yeah there's uh there's a paid um uh, single player story mode i haven't gone to that yet i've just been uh trying to uh re um not re uh, just learn again because they made a lot of changes it used to be that you'd have um melee ranged and siege units and so you'd have three rows to place them in, okay. and you'd you'd go best uh, two out of three. Whoever has the most um, uh, most points at the end of each round wins that round. And then you play best two out of three rounds. And you have uh, uh, you have limited cards, uh, li limited number of cards in your hand, so it can sometimes be strategic to give up control during one uh, round, right? Concede victory and stuff like that. Uh, without getting too much into detail. Um, they change it to like two rows now, and there's a bunch of other things. It's become very similar to in some quick play spell cards and trap cards, uh, which I do enjoy. Um, and so I've just been getting uh, the hang of it again. And uh, yeah, that's that's been that's been me for the week. That's awesome, man. That's uh, I too. We we talk about Splatoon two. I played a little Splatoon two with you guys. Uh, yeah, I get really super like uh I'll I'll be like, "Hi, I'm going to try a new weapon." And there's times where it's like, "I made a mistake playing this weapon. Let's go back to the dual <laughs> splatties. That way I can roll to the side." But then I discovered a cool new weapon that just it was vicious, man. Do you remember that weapon? Was it uh, the brush? 
it was the brush man uh yeah. you guys were getting like so hot for like i want that sword i need that sword i'm like i think it's the paintbrush that, you know i'm out of it and so i tried the paintbrush for the first time and also it's like this is a vicious murder weapon it's like I, it, there should be like a foam hand at the ad, end of it i'm like slap 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 <laughs> it's just vicious because you just get right in their face and they're like i'm gonna try to shoot at you and then all of a sudden they get like they get smacked silly by a paintbrush and then they die almost every single time it's it's almost rude at this point but i had fun with that oh good times uh i have been playing some pixelmon and we've been right uh, as up. as expected i uh am now uh, getting heavy into the breeding again i got gibble dratini and now uh cliff fable I'm going to be uh, breeding uh, Clefables because uh, back in uh, Gen... What generation is XY? Uh, Gen 6. Gen 6. Uh, Gen 6, uh, for the overuse category, one of the highest ranked uh, Pokemon is Clefable. Uh, because of special defense? Uh, I mean, there's plenty of reasons i'd like to think uh oh, I knew... you, know, you know it's when uh fairy types were introduced and clefable became part fairy yes. and i it, think yeah it had, yeah. It had yeah. good typing uh it it can tank the hits while like basically it could spam i think heal bell or something like that heal itself to you know ridiculous amounts of health and i think it was like heal bell calm mind just turn it into a sweeper it could just tank hits heal up come a heavy sweeper vicious now it stinks because in my head it's like i always told myself every clefable should have a metronome attack on it just like last ditch effort everything is on the table i hit this button let's see what happens and uh, apparently that's not in the meta apparently luck is not in the meta that's kind of upsetting but uh the uh game i've probably been spending the most this week and it's a new game technically uh nick have you heard of a game called doki doki literature club all right, listen. I'm I'm like a uh, I want to say a proud semi weeb, and so when I heard of a free game that was a visual novel and that was like, oh, you should totally play this because there's something something awesome about it. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. <laughs> um, and then I downloaded Doki Doki Literature Club, and I played. I will say I stuck with it all the way through, played it all the way to the end. Um, but that is that is a fucking game, dude. That is that is a game. It is a game. So, uh, full alert right now. Spoilers. I'm not going to go into deep detail because I'm not going to be talking about Doki Doki Literature Club. No. I am going to be talking about Doki Doki Literature Club Purist Mod. Now, for those who don't know, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is essentially a uh, romance visual novel created by Dan Salvato, Dan Salvato and the Salvato team, uh, who wanted to make a uh, a parody, so to speak. He pretty much wanted to show that the the game was pretty much a big trope, and you you know you shouldn't be jerking off the two D cartoon girls, you know, in romance by saying you know this must be true love. Let's mess his mind up, hmm. and so they do that. And it just turns into this horrorscape of a visual novel gone wrong. And it ends simply with uh, an attempt to try to break the fourth wall in so many different levels with a character named Monica saying, hey, I recognize him in the game. I want to be with you. I was not a choosable character. So I might have helped murder all the other characters off so you can be just with me. Just Monica. And it's like, oh boy, great. 
uh, there's some meta in here, some weird tropes. And then it ended. Now, for those who are fresh to this game, and you guys know who you are, you, know, uh, you might have like, oh man, Sayori, the first character you can, you can romance, you know, romance in the game. You know, she's cute. She's your local childhood friend. Let's make things right. And all of a sudden, you know, things start to go horribly wrong. It, it produces a you know, like a, a very tragic problem with uh, this uh, Sayori. You know, she she has crippling depression. But then it's like visual novel stick is like, I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to fix all your problems. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. We're going to fix everything. It's like, okay, you know, it's kind of corny. You know, this is me back in the day when I played it. And then boom, next time you see her, you see probably one of the most tragic video game images that has turned into a vicious meme to this day of being like highly offensive of Soyori who had hung herself via noose. It's... It, it 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 destroyed me for a good like this it went game. from zero to 100 really quick yeah like it, it went from you know it was playing the song it was like da 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 like it just like one of those carnival themes that it's just like it's on like a wind-up box and also yeah it starts slowing down it's like you realize that uh, there was no happy ending at the beginning. Uh, you know, there's no way to be happy out of this game. It was meant to make you miserable and realize that this sucks. The Purist mod, which is what I meant to talk about here, is interesting. Purist mod, it's like, what happens if after you beat the game, you know, you, you get your miserable endings with everybody, uh, you end up uh, deleting Monica, presumably, for uh, canonically finishing the game. Uh... What happens? What happens if we can go back and we'll put in the Pierce mod and make things right? And so the Pierce mod is interesting because the goal is to, you know what happened with the original game as the player. You know shit went downhill bad, but uh, this gives you the ability to retry and then gives you the chance to change history, so to speak. And so I've uh, I've completed the Suyori route and also, I want to point out the the game itself is about three four hundred megabytes. The mod itself adds an extra seven hundred to it. Like, nice. uh, yeah, like this game was normally like four and a half hours, and it went up to like eleven thirteen hours. It, it, it jumped huge, and so uh, it went from like a I want to try to use the power of weeaboo uh, anime visual novel tropes to solve the problems. Whoops! There goes gravity. Uh, or back to reality. Whoops, there goes gravity. She's hanging by her neck. Oh, God, the depravity. And <laughs> if they, I know, right? I, I, I just made that out. Please stop me. Uh, it changes that. Instead of you just, like, getting traumatized, it's like, no, you're now trying to spend time. You, you don't just instantly say, hey, be my girlfriend. We'll fix everything together magically. No, uh, you're now talking in a game trying to help uh, somebody battle a lifelong crippling depression and the root of it and whatnot. And you discover, you know, both mental health and all that stuff with yourself and her. And it's a decent story. It turns into something like a real visual novel would. And of course, you know, it's like, eventually it devolves into like, let me be my girlfriend. I'll make you happy forever. Like it, it kind of went back into the trope that Dance of Love was trying to like combat essentially. But then, the, you know, they tried doing it right. And I mentioned this on a tweet before, pretty much the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, it, start, it, start, it got bad because it was like, 
you know, my the power of my love and your our love is so strong that we can do this together and all this stuff. And it's turned into like uh Sailor Moon level shit. And I'm like, okay, right. whatever. And then uh there's just flat out moments where the only other time it was good writing was when you know they're talking about how she has to handle and see her depression. Talking about it's like every time I want a sunny day, it just feels like there's uh rain clouds in the way. Right. And sometimes, you know, I want to look for a sun ray sometimes, and he'll be like, I'll be the rainbow at the end of it. Like, it turned into Fifty Shades of Grey kind of weird shit. <laughs> but, and the most glorious thing about this whole route is she gets a new uh, set of clothes at the very end. And she looks fantastic. And I, I sent to you the picture, like, she evolved. This is her mega evolved form. She looks great. Like, she looks happy. She's herself. I get to see that for, like, three to five minutes, and then the game is over. And then you have Monica at the end shitting on you. And yes, uh, at the end, it goes back into the space room where you see Monica at the end of the, the normal game. Because she appears in the beginning saying, hey, the fuck you doing? And it deletes his game again. You, you know, where are we? You know, you just deleted me already. Just get rid of this. And then in the beginning, you know, she tries to delete and she's like, you took mod powers away from me? You filthy sack of shit? And it's like, why would you do this? Why would you bring me back to the cell? And it's like, I'm going to make things right. And she's like, okay, whatever. They're not real. Just FYI. I'm just warning you now. You can't <laughs> do anything. This is a game. And so you, know, you save Sayori. And then, you know, back to the space room, you see Monica just like, bravo, player character. Just to so you know, this doesn't change anything canonically. You do remember that this is only a mod and this won't make anything <laughs> right. It's like, come on, Monica. Just just let me have my weird fun. You know, yeah. take a break. <laughs> nope, she she totally shits on you. It reminds you that uh there's no actual happiness with any of this. So I'm uh, you know, one out of the four paths. I got uh three more to go. I started uh Yuri next. And I'm not a big fan of Yuri, but I figured, you know, play it through and see what happens. Um, Yuri's the dar uh, taller with the purple hair, the dark hair. Yes, uh, yeah. Stabby McStabster. Yep, 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 yep. Or, you know, uh, she has a cutting personality, whatever uh. you want to call it. <laughs> her, her favorite films are slashers. Um, I'm sorry, did that one cut too deep? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if anybody's ever played Doki Doki Literature Club, um, it, I honestly did of... not know that they, they were mods. I okay. figured... This goes into a different field too, and I, you know, I discovered this with you through Discord. So I was like, man, it's great that they worked all work together to make this one mod to make things right. And I accidentally clicked the link. Oh no! And it was like mods. I'm like, oh, maybe somebody made something else. So I clicked on it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you played Doki Doki Literature Club and you wanted to see how far down the rabbit hole this whole shit show goes. There are, I would say, almost a hundred different mods for this fucking game. And I was starting to name them off with Nick. I was like, there's Doki Doki Literature Club in the hood, which apparently takes all the text by uh, by all the characters and put it to like, <laughs> what would they say if they came straight out of Compton? And it's like, <laughs> just all this ridiculous talk. And then there was Doki Doki India Guy time. Which apparently is a picture of a. Uh, uh, this is really racist. We were hoping it was a tech support guy trying to have a fight with Monica over fixing the game, and it turned out to be a very weird picture of an Indian from, from actual India saying, "Send Bob's, please. 
I would like to see Vegeta. <laughs> it, it, it's stuff like this. And then there's Buff Suki, which is uh, not Suki. And you've probably seen the picture before. But buff. Like super, you know, this is my final <laughs> four buff. And just, it, you know, the game continues normal. But anytime you see her, it's like her head is off the screen with how swole she is. And All right. So uh, just to like give you an idea, I've got the page open right now. There are what seem to be at least close to 40 complete mods, fully playable mods. Yes. And they have a list of mods that are in playtesting. Then they have a list of mods that are currently being worked on. Uh, some of them you can go and check out their progress, the mods that are in playtesting. Most of them seem like they have links where you can go out and check them out. Um, and then uh, they have mods that are in planning where they have some descriptions. Some of them have links up. Uh, you can find this through the Reddit. I sw- if you just go Google uh, DDLC Reddit mod list, it should pop up. Um, I will save you some trouble, though. For anybody, for, for anybody who is of like-minded nature, and this is the first question I asked Tyler, are there any lewd mods? Is there hentai scenes? It doesn't appear there are many. You, it seems like you'd have to go looking, particularly for them. This so is the not part. If you want to see Saber getting jackhammered by the main character <laughs> in Fate State Night, <laughs> but you want it in Doki Doki Literature Club, just Google doki doki literature club on pornhub and you'll 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 find something trust me you you will i I might have checked but uh (laughs) um yeah yes yes we're gonna do an episode one day talking about hentai games i'm just letting you know that it's gonna happen one day if if there's any interest my last episode (laughs) um so yes doki 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 Literature Club. I might actually look through some of these mods because they seem interesting. I wouldn't mind. Visual novels are, uh, visual novels are not my thing. Um, most of the times, uh, like, but I'm always down to give them a try. Like, I will give anything a second go or a third go over, but never a MOBA. Hmm. I would rather, I would never give a MOBA. Like, a when's up there? Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club or characters in League of Legends? I wouldn't care, dude. There are there was uh, Overwatch characters uh, in 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 Heroes of the Storm. Doesn't you don't see me playing that game? That is true. Like I just I hate mobas. I can't do it. What happens um, if a uh, hundred monikas drop from the sky onto an island? Um, that's not an island I'd be dropping on. I don't want to go anywhere near Monica at all. I got ninety nine monikas and I what? <laughs> see know. the thing that freaked me out the most about that ending was the fact that she knew my name and i'm not saying like i'm 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 a i'm a tech person i'm in it so i i I know how they could have gotten it but it just freaked me out that that they thought about it all the way to that extent and i'm like all right this game is like i uninstalled (laughs) i played all the way through and then you have to do the thing where you start over and you get all the different endings but then like the new uh game is like is messed up from the previous run through um i i started about five minutes of it and things just started getting fucky like just more and more and i'm like all right uninstall Uninstall, close team. Let's just go back to some wholesome Overwatch. I'd rather be salty than terrified. And uh, if somebody is actually interested in trying this mod, uh, just Google Doki Doki Literature Club DDLC Purist P-U-R-I-S-T mod. Uh, you will have to download Doki Doki Literature Club from their website, Doki or DDLC.moe, which is a trap name of a website. <laughs> a cool one but trap one and uh you'll have to simply download the mod you can just google it you'll find it it's the official reddit or whatever and then just drag it over to the folder that they tell you to it should say 
I don't fucking remember, but it, it's just drag it over. It, it replace the files that's already there. It's done. Easy peasy. It's really easy. And if you don't feel like that, you can Google DDLC mods and they have a uh, they're building a launcher right now to where you can pretty much click on any of them and it'll yep. switch it out instantly for you. So that's yep. another thing you want, you know, want to give a shot. But that's enough about the games that we've been playing. Right. We we got something cooking for you guys coming up real soon here. Yeah, we have an interview coming up right now uh, with Pixelmon admins, uh, Snowy and Quantum. And here we go. All right, and we are here with uh, a couple of important people for the uh, the interview here. Nick, uh, I would like to be honored to introduce you to two of the most important people of the Pixel Spark Generation server. I have over in the corner over here, I have Snow. Snow, how's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good, honestly. Thank you. And of course, in the other corner, I have Chris, a.k.a. Uh, Quantum. Quantum, how's it going on your end, buddy? Not too bad, thank you. Now, uh, just to uh, clarify, I, if I understand this correctly, uh, Quantum is the head admin of the Generation server, as well as Snow being a freshly newly added admin, but a longtime staff and as the community manager. Is that correct? That is correct. correct. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, also, congratulations on your uh, new admin status. Uh, hopefully, the big bucks will come flowing in and you can quit life and just live the, the joys of Pixel Spark. If only it was that easy. Yeah, if only it was that easy. <laughs> Don't worry, I understand what it's like. Nintendo, Nintendo took down every single uh, YouTube video I put up at one point, and they're like, "If you join us, we'll give you money." And uh, to this day, I get about one cent every month, so I, I'm rocking it. But uh, <laughs> so, how long have you been, uh, guys, been a part of uh, Generations? <coughs> Generations since it opened. Yeah. And then before that, I've been with Destiny, which is or Pixel Spark since the network first opened. No, Pixel Spark was for Destiny. Uh, before it was renamed to Pixel Spark, it was called Destiny MC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, any correlations to the actual uh, game Destiny or? No, no. Just wanted to uh, be funding. <laughs> uh, how long uh, was it since uh, or like uh, you guys played for a while? How long was it before you guys became staff? In my case, I had only been around for, I think I've been with, you know, Generations in Teela for about six months. Uh, when I became staff, it was actually about a month's time in. Nice. That's me. Now, uh, when this happened, I'm assuming, was this before uh, Disturb, who is the current manager of the, uh, the server, was that before he became top dog? Yes. Yeah, this was uh, a while back, honestly. Hmm. Back when an uh, old manager who was called Ranger. I've been through like four different managers. Oh my. Uh, you know, I, I heard on the wayside that uh, it seems like there's been waves upon waves of uh, different staff and managers, and each one was uh, interesting to say the least, more so than the last. And it seemed like uh, I had a good time where everything seemed a little bit more calm. Yeah, it's been up and down the last couple years. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you remember what year Generations was actually created? Like uh, back when it was Destiny? Um, Generations, so when originally when Destiny was around, there was four color servers called Red, 
are blue, green, and yellow. Mm -hmm. And they were too much to upkeep, so they got turned into generations, all four of them combined into generations. And that was 2016, I believe. Okay, okay. So uh, generations was officially made together with the combination in 2016. Uh, who actually made it, though? Um, all four managers combined. I don't know the other three servers managers, but uh, the red manager, Killaboo, was one of the people involved in that. So, like, these four great Hokage people that were trying to run uh, Pixelmon servers just came crashing down and decided they needed to join forces, or were they already, like, in cahoots with each other before this even happened? I'm assuming they were in cahoots with each other, and it was a plan for a while. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of surprised, because honestly, it felt like there would have been some kind of competition, because we got quite a few servers, uh, you know, like, Reforged, Pika City, and another one, which I already forgot the name of, so, rip. Uh... And you would have thought there would be some kind of like uh, your local sports team versus uh, the town over's local sports team, just kind of a little competitive play to it. Has there you been got, any? Go ahead. Uh, 16 uh, out of the four servers that combined, like 20 staff from each server came across. So it was like a lot of competition between staff members. And uh, is, does that competition still exist to this day? Low key? Yeah. But a lot of the time, it's just everyone kind of sticks to their own server. Oh, so uh, is there any uh, type of uh, events or any kind of meetups that you guys have to help maybe inspire a little bit more of uh, Unity? Or has it just always been each server keeps to themselves kind of thing? We had a Halloween mm -hmm. event that was... That, um, so. We also recently had a karaoke thing on TeamSpeak as well, actually. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I mean... We want the, not the greatest tournament, but I think most people forgot about it since we kind of posted early in the month. <laughs> so uh, let me just clarify this. I want to make sure I understand this. In order to uh, help get a large scale uh, community event together between five different servers of Pixel Spark, you guys, you guys had a uh, karaoke event on uh, TeamSpeak. Yes. Okay. Uh, what was your song there, uh, Snow? Uh, my song? <laughs> Um, I, I wasn't actually singing in the karaoke itself, I was just saying, uh -huh. right. oh, snow. However, oh. towards the end, I did chuck in a little thing for everyone. It was a little bit of chaos, but uh, we all sung the pokey rap. Oh, oh, man, I was, was that recorded for chance? It was. Uh, I have to talk to, um, I think Z to see if I could get the copy of it, but um, yeah. That, that would be hilarious, just multitudes of people uh, just shouting the Pokerap. I, I thought you were going to say the Pokemon theme song, but you know what? Pokerap is a pretty good option. Yeah. I actually gave him the option. I uh, said, you know what? We can do the Pokerap or we can do the Pokemon theme song. Most people went to Pokerap, so... Uh, I'm impressed that... Uh, most. How much of those people do you think uh, actually knew it word for word? I wouldn't be able to say for sure. Some people weren't singing as they stayed muted by choice, but honestly, I'm fine with that. We had a fair few in the end. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, so uh, I was going to ask the question if, uh, if the generations of... Actually, no, I will ask this. Uh, who made uh, generations? I do believe you said, was it Ranger, technically, the the original founder? Or was uh, was he like a second Hokage? No, no Ranger... When generations was made, Ranger wasn't even around back then. Um, so when generations was made, they got a new manager around just after it got made, which was, her name was Acer. Because Killaboo kind of stopped working on the server and then he ended up resigning. So they brought in Acer as a new manager after a long while of choosing from managers. And then 
from that, Ranger worked his way up from helper all the way up to head admin. And then after Acer left, he got his way into and became manager. Nice, nice. Uh, do you uh, do you ever have the ambition of becoming a manager one day? I'm not too sure. I'm not too I, sure I know that's what? a dangerous thing to answer right now, especially if uh, any uh, particular uh, top dogs were to hear this. I was just curious if you had that kind of ambition. I think everyone has the ambition. It's more, I would like to see when I get to that point, if I have the skills necessary okay. for it. Uh, there would be a lot that goes with it. Uh, like, uh, I just... I don't know what the full responsibilities of the manager is specifically. Actually, I guess uh, you could tell me uh, what does uh, Disturb do? A lot of behind the scenes stuff. It's one way to word it. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, would it be more event? Well, I mean, technically, as a community manager, I, I forgive me, I don't understand like who gets what responsibility. Uh, um, does he do more event uh, stuff? Coding? Way, um, like, I guess, break it down. So, obviously, you have your main manager who's in charge of the servers. Uh, in our case, that's Disturbed. Um, he works alongside the other managers as well. So, they do organizing, like, you know, they keep in track of everything below. They are also the people who, you know, obviously have the final say in who gets staff or not, that sort of thing. Um, the community managers, I'm going to be completely honest to say it. It was originally a joke role. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was initially not even a real thing until uh, Quantum would have know when that happened. But um, yeah, and then we also have our event managers who, while in their individual servers, do all the events, also you know work alongside community managers at times to do you know cross server events. Good deal, um, man. Uh, have you ever talked to uh, Atlas, aka Casey? Not verbally. I okay. Have. Uh, it's just, uh, if I understand correctly, he is uh, like the big kahuna of all kahunas, correct? Yeah, the owner. Okay, I was, it's just uh, I've checked out, you know, some of the stuff that he was trying to do, like uh, like back in the day when it came to uh, introducing different servers and whatnot. And uh, he sounds very young. I would guess probably early twenties as of right now, if not maybe mid twenties at this point. And it's surprising because uh, I always joked about this with you guys. Uh, it felt like the average age of most of the people, including the staff, was probably high teens to low 20s. Does mm. that sound accurate, or do you feel like uh, yeah, there's some... I'd say, without you know, revealing who's, you know, however old, I will say we do have a staff at the moment who is 26. Yes. I, obviously, you know, for privacy reasons, I won't say who, but whereas the youngest we've had that I know of, I think we've had as young as 12... 12 mm -hmm. as a uh, player, 12 as a staff member. Got an 11 year old admin. Yeah, wow. There you go. Man, it, I'm just imagining the idea of uh, me being as a 27 year old being unruly <laughs> and an 11 year old who just came fresh out of uh, middle school says, Oh, heck no, I will not let this stand. You will not post caps more than six letters on my server and just <laughs> smite me where I stand. That would be interesting. I, I do realize that, like, when I'm trying to talk to you guys, I can get ages real quick, and it's like, oh, these guys are being kids. When it's like, oh no, I got to be careful with what I say because you know, if somebody 11 years old, 12 years old, getting admin status, it means they worked their butt off for that, and they were being both mature and responsible. Let's see. Uh, is there uh, is there a story about? Because uh, I know there was a whole issue with uh, Nintendo sending a bunch of cease and desist to all the Minecraft servers, the Pixel Spark, sorry, mm -hmm. Pixel Mon servers, to take it down. 
going on, I, I guess, the general knowledge on that, I think that's more related to the original Pixelmon mod rather than reforged, you know, Pixel Spark Pixelmon sort of thing. Okay. But the general thing behind that was basically, you know, they have you along the rules of, uh, as, as you can imagine, cease and desist means stop. <laughs> um, from what I know, they had to shut it down. Um, I'm not sure if they shut it down because they lost interest or if it was a case that they really did listen to Nintendo. But after that, I don't know how long of a gap it was between the original mod and Reforged uh, mod now. Good deal, good deal. Uh, Nick, uh, I know I've been kind of bugging you, or uh, rather leaving you in the dark, actually, completely over here. Right. Uh, is there any questions you want to throw at them? Um, okay, so in, 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 uh, for all uh, transparency, uh, I'm just looking at these questions. I don't actually play uh, played this game, but I've seen gameplay of it uh, vis-a-vis Tyler. Um, and he put down a question here that I feel like it was only appropriate for me to for me to ask because I'm I'm that sort of person too. Um, why do people still say "ubu" on it? Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Capital U, capital W, capital U, ubu um, or owu. Listen, Tyler. Listen, Tyler. Owu is a mood. All right. In my honest opinion, I see absolutely no harm in it, and I actually honestly think it's kind of cool when people do it it's it's a chill thing they they do their thing if they're in that mood they do that plain simple and i noticed uh there was actually a small movement started by people because they're upset i'm assuming because it was associated to uh furries and then eventually to a meme regarding fairies you know ooh, what's this bulge kind of thing and they wanted to get it flat out banned at one point and it looked like uh that chilled down uh all right, Tyler. This is 2018. You can't judge people anymore. All right, it's just I mean, a thing. You can. People, you can, but you shouldn't. They're not I, hurting I, anybody. I, I didn't just... say I started the movement. <laughs> I was just saying a lot of people that sure. really like to start posting it. People got upset. I'll do like uh, lowercase o number three lowercase o. So I look like a gulpin kind of thing. Yeah, but that's that's um, that's old man stuff, dude. Wait, get with the are time. you calling me old? Possibly. You calling me old, Nick? I'll Possibly. fight you. Yeah, I might, you, I might break up and walk back. towards you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, any other questions on your end? Uh, no, I'm completely useless with, when it comes to this. Oh, it's just... been interesting. It's been uh, interesting. Uh, I, I can only imagine the kind of effort it takes to manage um, a, a server of this size. Um, to be honest, I'm stressed as all hell a lot of the time. I, I would imagine so because it's a lot of um, it's a lot of people, a lot of paid and unpaid positions, and uh, especially for a fan-made game for the most part. Yeah. So I've uh, just been enjoying the conversation. So specifically, uh, just uh, bring in nationality since we're gonna drag all the cats into this place and let them fight each other. Uh, Quantum uh, Snow, you are both uh, from Australia, correct? That is correct. Yep. Hence the uh, the nightmare time zone scenario and how one of us is suffering uh, sleep deprivation. Actually, I believe multitudes of us are all of us. are suffering from uh, poor sleeping schedules here. Uh, uh, do you know where the uh, server? For uh, Pixel Spark in general is located America. Uh, is yeah. it in America? America. Pretty sure it's an American server. Yeah, I, I'm surprised, honestly, just because uh, man, I was getting ready to go into my Bane voice. 
I'm very surprised uh, that it's based in America because I feel like that's where all the lawyers could come swooping in like bandits. Like, you'd think he'd have it moved out to like a Australian-based site or something. Here's the interesting fact, and, and this is about Nintendo in particular. So, you know how Nintendo is very protective over their, you know, their characters, their content and whatnot? No, yes. In fact, that's only Nintendo in Japan. In America, yeah. Nintendo, you know, Nintendo America, they, they actually, in a way, sort of don't mind all the fan-based stuff because in a way it's actually supporting the original games. You know, like a lot of people who make them, they're not doing it for their own profit. Usually they're doing it because, you know, they love a game so much that they want to, you know, add their own things to it, but they don't have a way to. Hmm. So I, I guess. Yeah, it's I didn't just really know that. Thing. Yeah. Has uh, Disturbed or uh, Atlas been uh, recently contacted by Nintendo in any shape uh, form that you're aware of, I, I guess I should say. And if uh, if you're able to divulge on that, if not, it's uh, totally understandable. It's just... uh. Honestly, uh, I'm concerned that eventually, you know, Nintendo Japan might take a, a step down and swing down the hammer. And one day, suddenly, Pixel Spark is going to, you know, face a uh, very, very dark uh, future. I mean, if that day comes, that comes. It can't really be helped. But with the way it is right now, I really don't see that happening for a fairly long time. Sweet, because I have a feeling this would turn into, like, uh, Digimon or something eventually if it came that bad. Then we have the digital monsters. Yes, Digimon are the champion. (laughs) So I'm 100 more of a Digimon person than a Pokemon person. (laughs) All right, you're about to lose your job. Who, me or him? Okay, I was gonna say (laughs) he can kick me off as the. Okay, uh, how does uh, Disturb usually communicate with the staff about changes, improvement, etc.? You want to answer this one, Quantum? Generally, we have a monthly meeting or. I think they're bi-weekly. We haven't had one in a little while just because it's been there's been a lot of stressful stuff going on. We had a Halloween event which went through a lot of troubles and tribulations. We had a gyms released recently, but generally we have a meeting if things are necessary to talk about. Um, if not, everything goes through me. Like Disturb will tell me stuff and I'll just relay it to the rest of the staff team. Okay. Okay. Uh does it, uh does most of the stuff that gets decided uh for the server uh mostly get decided by him or does it actually get controlled by the uh the owner atlas uh it's mostly the managers yeah and oh. of course atlas just kind of owns the network i guess he he's the one that made it uh so you understand how they how we have our own discord technically yes and there's obviously the main discord which is for all the servers okay that was actually, I believe, Atlas's decision to combine all the servers into one. Now, I'm not afraid to say a few of us don't agree with it, but that's probably the reason why we've stuck with using our Discord for the most part. So like we, I, we we use both, obviously. Like we answer on both. Just to confirm, then, uh, the Discord channel, for example, the one that I've been sitting and talking in, that one is the Discord that covers all servers. Uh, the one you've been in with us uh, a couple of times is actually the, gen- the Generations Discord. Okay, I wasn't sure if you uh, meant that one or if you meant something different. Was no, there yeah. is there two discords right now that I would join? Okay, so when you I believe when you type slash discord on the server currently, it takes you to I think our one. Um, however, when you're in like say the the hub of like you know where you connect all the servers sort of thing, it's um, the discord link you get there is actually for the main discord, which is you know just pixel spot. And um, like for example, when you're on there, um, they have a bot set up so you go to role request you click like one of the um reacts and it uh you know assigns you a role that allows you to see the appropriate service stuff hmm. and uh, pretty, how, 
system, but... How is that compared to the uh, Generations Discord? Uh, a lot quieter. I was, I was going to say, honestly, I was worried that was going to be like uh, world chat over, uh, you know, your uh, Stormwind City and uh, World of Warcraft or somewhere. It's just uh, trade chats just spewing with a bunch of nonsense and whatnot that's constantly being you know, moderated by people. But uh, I guess it's, you know, the other option would be it's dead. Uh, it's kind of actually sad and more I think about that. Jeez. Uh, how much money do you think the server uh, receives through donations like in a monthly time period? Does it fluctuate <laughs> well, any or? It really depends. It would obviously earn more when sales happen because more people are willing to buy the higher ranks. But I don't know beyond me how much it would make. I think in the one time I've asked uh, our manager about it, the response I got was it's in it's I think it was in the tens of thousands. Like in a month, or I think that was you know on a monthly basis. Yeah, because I, I don't know the obvious, I don't know the exact amounts, obviously, but. This is based off what I heard. So, I'm gonna say if that's the case, then uh, I need to talk to Casey and see if uh, he needs a uh, sixth server going on soon because I will, I will host the shit out of it. You're on oh. your own with that, Tyler. Um, Come on, did, Nick. You could be my, my head dear, admin. Um, that does lead me to a question um, that I completely I'm blanking out on now. Um, how many? Okay, yeah. So just from my own knowledge, how many active member uh, users? Uh. I could probably answer that myself. I could leave it to them. Uh, concurrently, I typically see uh, between 200 and 250 between uh, the five servers. Uh, generation yeah, specifically, uh, it can range anywhere between uh, 30 and 50 on a given day, a little bit higher during the weekends. Things have gotten a lot quieter. We used to, generations used to run 120 people max daily, and then the max got put down to 100 and would still run max um most servers were doing really well for a while and it was kind of just the whole network was really up a couple of years ago mm. it was up as well it's just like it fluctuates all the time like we have really dead periods but then we have really popular periods it's, it's really I mean, frustrating stuff that happened recently which obviously has put us on a bit of a lower end for now but i imagine we'll spike back up again right, right. so we're technically in a, a, a pixel spark depression right now so to speak Mm-hmm. I guess, but you've also got to remember yeah, there's a lot of new games coming out now, people are going back to school, that sort of thing. Yeah. True. That is true. Because it'll probably be something like Overwatch, where for the most part, you could just jump back into it any time, right? As long as... Yeah. yeah, so that would make sense, because right now, with all the uh, quote-unquote bigger games coming out, and then school and work and stuff, and then so probably around the holidays, it might spike up a little bit? Yeah, the holidays is one of the most popular periods. Yeah, yeah. kids. Kids. I may just, whatever. That, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, you you have the super lava gym now, so you can. Oh yeah, challenge the, the, the super lava gym. Is that what we're <laughs> gonna call it? That giant death cube that I got the battle pine once, and then he refused to play me ever since. <laughs> good times, good times. Uh, do you know how uh, the money gets split donation uh, between the uh, staff, the server costs? I because, have no uh, idea. If I heard correctly, uh, doesn't uh, uh, I think it starts with admin up that starts to get a uh, smart uh, small piece of the pie at that point? I uh, don't believe that's correct. <laughs> no. Oh, do you, do you guys sure not receive managers. any? It's, oh, it's, it's just the managers. Aware. It's really? only the managers to get paid. Oof. Managers Oof. and devs, obviously. Like devs, from what I know, do get paid nicely. Hmm. Which I don't mind because it's all volunteer work. Like I don't, I don't help out, or I don't staff to get paid. I just enjoy playing and being able to help others. No issue okay. helping out as long as our ideas actually get listened to. That that is very true. That seems fair. Yeah. Uh, There's been some changes that came in recently due to 
a lot of the things that we've been doing, like without, if, if you don't mind me taking over for a second here. No, go for it. Um, within what happened, uh, I think it was about a month ago. I, I, we obviously, we lost a lot of staff due to a resignation event at the old manager, but you know, like I'm not blaming anyone there. That was, you know, reasons happen, personal reasons. So you get the idea there. Um, like a few things that changed right then and I'd say a couple of weeks, um, you know, like a week or so after that was our current price sheet was actually read on completely. Um, obviously recently we got the, our entire like 20 arena that read on, uh, and we've had new events coming and going sort of thing. So there's actually now, been a lot of changes within the last month. When you're talking about the price sheet, you're talking about the, uh, the Google document for the, uh, spreadsheet global trading system. Yeah. Okay. Because. It seems there's a couple of things that kept throwing me off that uh, there's, there's a couple issues I have, but it's more uh, questions I'd also like to bring up on the side. Uh, you guys do enforced uh, price ranges for uh, Pokemon versus a uh, free market style. I'm assuming it's just because uh, either that's how it worked uh, best when there was a higher amount of people or that's just simply how it's always been. Uh, was it always like that? Got really quiet for a second. Um, I'll take over then. <clears throat> um, basically, the reason we like to enforce the market ranges is so, like, we have special Pokemon like Shinies, which Shinies aren't really regulated that much, but it's more specially bred Pokemon like Hidden Ability Pokemon or Pokemon the more popular and sought after. We like to put a price market on them just so, like, there is a flowing market, so people have always a cash range, and we're not we don't have people selling really rare Pokemon just for a dollar. And just getting a quick buck and just <laughs> which would be me admittedly that would be that would be <laughs> i would be like uh battle prepared hidden ability jatini 10k a piece baby <laughs> and then you know uh mighty mods are like halt you can't destroy the economy that's dead you must preserve it it's like <laughs> ah you foiled me i guess i'm gonna throw him into wonder trade and see what happens which uh yeah, sadly the wonder trade is the bane of our existence Honestly, I was surprised because I flat out warned Pine. I was like, hey, am I okay to do this? And he was like, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> well, he was like, why would you do this? Like, no one will buy them. We, we try to be a little bit strict on it, but um, there is actually some changes coming to the price sheet itself soon. So I'm not afraid to say that. Um, we're actually going to be preparing for the, you know, Gen 7 prices as well soon. So Ooh, Gen 7. Ooh, Gen 7, that's that's Sun and Moon, if I understand correctly, but I'm old. I, I can't count that high. We don't have a we don't even have a date yet. It's just gonna prepare for it when it eventually happens again. Right, right. Now there was was there a point that Sun and Moon actually existed on the server, but then it got went uh taken back down? Yes. It was way too glitchy. <laughs> so they just put it back to Gen 6. Right, fair enough. Uh now I believe there is only, and I could be mistaken on this, there is one Pokemon that's technically Gen 7 that is still in uh, the game, if I understand correctly. Uh, Greninja Ash? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I, the problem is, though, the only time I've seen it was uh, during a gym fight for the uh, Water Gym specifically. Um, to get, uh, well, I'll, I can literally tell you right now if you want to know how to get it. Uh, I, is it like you normally would in Pixelmon with uh, fishing in the, the certain biome location? Yeah. In the swamp, I believe? Uh, swamp in, I believe, I think it's three or four, deep, you know, three or four blocks deep. Uh, so, 
why did you guys elect to leave uh, one single Gen 7 Pokemon in? Well, I mean, if you think about it logically, and obviously this probably isn't really just the way I see it, think about it logically, Greninja technically is up to Gen 6 anyway, and I mean, the ability doesn't make a big difference. It's just one move, technically. Yes, uh, was it Water Shuriken, I believe? Yeah, yeah Water Shuriken. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not against it, I was just curious. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, was... Uh, People obviously donate to get ranks to get Pokemon to because they love the server and they certainly want anything else. But if they give me free, sh- you know, free shit in the process, who am I to blame, right? Uh, was there ever a point to where it was uh, just called purchase, or was it always, uh, or has it always been gener- uh, not generations? I know that one. Has it always been donations? Um, I've always yeah. ever seen it as donations. I don't think I've ever seen it just like a straight up purchase. It's, it's just like any other game, really, if you think about it. I mean, you're donating to every every other game, even when it's considered a purchase. You're donating to a game you love, I guess. Like, an example I could give you would be, and I'm not afraid to say this, the several thousands I've spent on League of Legends over the past, I think, six years. Don't worry, I'm no better. I think I'm at 1,500. It, at the end of the day, while you're technically making a purchase to get something, at the end of the day, it, it's really a donation from you to the developers to say you like their content i i guess uh the difference i'd like to say and this is unfortunate uh you know if you make a purchase and the purchase was either unhealthy or it ended up into a bad deal uh you know a single receipt take it to paypal you can get a refund for your purchase whereas a donation is something you've given no matter the circumstances you gave the money out of goodwill and they just happen to give you something back and trying to refund that, I guess, in generations would also get you banned, if I understand correctly. So, oh, if I then... um, okay, so the the reason people get banned for it is when they do a chargeback specifically. No. no now, uh, what is a chargeback? Uh, I know is, this is yeah. It, it's just a pay. Um, I think it's a PayPal thing, but also a bank related thing. Like, so typically, how a chargeback would go, and say if it was successful for the person doing the chargeback, um essentially it actually and you know as i say if they're successful which in this in i'm pretty sure every case it they actually go for the first say in our case it would go for pixel spark over the customer um it's basically you know the the person providing the stuff so in this case pixel spark would actually be fined uh they'd have to pay back the amount that was you know the person spent and uh, you know the same amount they'd, they'd pay twice back i guess mm. Chargeback is uh, basically you claiming, you know, false content, whatnot, and, you know, however it's done, say through PayPal, they do a fine and whatnot, which is basically however much was spent. So, say a purchase of 150, um, uh, you could be, you know, Pixel Spark could be looking to pay back 300 if the chargeback was successful. And uh, then you get immediately banned because you're screwing the server over or the donations at the very least. Whereas if, you know, a refund's a different thing altogether where you're, you know, you give, you know, you're just giving back what whatever was. You get the idea. You know how a refund works. I don't need to explain that one. Oh yeah, uh, ooh woo. Uh, my 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 <laughs> destiny key gave me uh, double legend rank, please. But uh, no, I understand how uh, trying to get the refund on it works. Uh, now there are five servers on Pixel Spark, correct? Yes. Okay, and. Uh, do you know uh, how each of those servers came to be? Like, uh, I guess uh, you guys' uh, focus is mostly on uh, generations, correct? Yeah. 
Well, I wasn't sure if it was like, well, Quantum might be an admin on the Generations one, but he's actually spent some time on Reforge and he's actually a mod on it or something like that. I wasn't sure how interconnected you guys with the, you know, um, we, we, we do technically have, there, there have been a few cases where we've actually had staff come from other servers to ours, hmm. but okay. you know, they're incredibly rare cases where obviously managers agree, whatnot, you know, it's, it's all that sort of stuff. Like. At the moment, we, I believe we still have one staff member who, I believe, is he from Reforged? Uh, is Rocker Reforged? Rocker? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's Reforged. Yeah, so technically Rocker is still acting as a helper for us on occasion, like when he's on here, but he's Reforged staff at the end of the day. Okay. Uh, He's still Reforged staff. (laughs) And this is your chance to step away from the rest of the servers because who cares about those guys? Uh, What does Generation offer that's different from the other ones? Here's your hot sell. uh, Set yourself in the rest. uh, You know, throw them immediately under the bus at your own uh, benefit. I want to go first on this because otherwise I might get ranting over stuff that we've done. (laughs) Ah. I think the biggest difference is the way staff and players interact. And that's not necessarily dissing the other servers. I think the other servers still do like a good job at that. But like we've had cases where players have gone to other servers and they've tried talking to staff and that's not necessarily everyone, but this is just certain cases. And they've tried talking to staff and staff just don't respond or like sometimes they'll be AFK and that's just, like sometimes it's the way the staff are brought up or the way like think so for a while we had another server of Pika City had a lot of helpers and a couple of them were just like they would always be on but they wouldn't talk and we have the same like we have a couple of helpers who are always on but they don't talk and but I think when we have basis of our staff on the player and the staff interaction works really well like we're always joking around in chat we're always having a, like having a laugh and all that and it's a good oh, yeah. it's a good community to staff interaction now uh i, I guess spend much time on other servers so i couldn't comment 100 percent on the other servers so your big <laughs> offer essentially is uh you guys have a friendly staff that is uh uniquely presumably anyways uh able to communicate well with uh the players especially the newer players because the nice thing about helpers is uh you know they're always there to help somebody if uh they don't know what the hell they're doing aka me a lot of times actually at least back in the day like uh there i asked so many questions those first two weeks and it's like how do i do this how do i do i felt like jack skellington discovering christmas what's this what's this what's the embroidering or breeding environment for this type and it's like okay uh but uh what about you snow uh do you have anything else you want to add to that i mean quantum covered fair chunk for there like i mean i could tell you the typical stuff like all servers have their own unique communities, you know, prices, markets, um, events, for example. Um, without giving out too many spoilers, like something we do have somewhat planned once I can talk to, just, you know, our manager about it again is uh, basically our NPC gyms, which are going to be sort of a reference to the gym leaders from the games. Like Gen 1, you know, for example, you have Brock, Misty, etc. Gen 2, you have... Um, That's awesome. I can't remember all the gym two, gym two leaders. Um, Faulkner. I mean, one, and I'm actually Bugsy. happy that it's one of our big differences, and it's actually someone I've already mentioned, our spreadsheet is actually very different to that of other servers at this point. As far as I'm aware, other servers only have Pokemon that are, you know, on the market, I guess, already. Whereas with us, we've put in, a, we're trying to put in a baseline price for everything, like all the, all the evolution lines. Right. 
it is a right. bit more to maintainers. You know, we take suggestions. You know, people put in suggestions, we update accordingly. Um, in terms of events, as I say, we've got a few ones coming. Like the gems one I just mentioned, the NPC gems is, I guess, the way you put it down to it's the generation gems. As, That'll be nice. That way, I don't have to uh, drag Pine out of this crypt every single time to take him yeah, out in one of the gems. <laughs> it's under discussion. I've got to discuss with other staff, of course. Um, we're possibly going to be releasing a battle tower sort of thing, which can be updated on, say, a weekly to a fortnightly basis. Battle, battle um, Palace, is that similar to uh, Battle Tower for old farts like myself, or...? Uh, you know you know Generation 3? Uh, yeah, the, the, the one that came out on the Game Boy, but it's sideways. I play Pokemon on the Game Boy Color, and I'm still yeah. stuck in Pokemon Blue. I don't know what this Gen 3 is. Is that a color? Okay, um, yeah, well, in, in Generation 3, yeah, the you know post-game sort of content, there is, um, at least in Emerald in particular, there is something called the Battle Frontier. Mm. Um, personally, when I can figure out how to do it, I do want to eventually make a thing similar to it, where you know it's a big area and a bunch of different things. I, um, I was about to sound even more ignorant. I was like, oh, Battle Frontier, that was a great uh, anime section of Pokemon. Well, oh, like, that's the thing. The Battle Frontier in the anime was actually, you know, the same thing. It, you know, Ash went through all the seven, you know, main facilities. Didn't Ash have to fight a goddamn legendary bird in one of the Battle Frontiers? We don't uh, talk about how useless Ash is. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, Ash is useless. Is I don't know how he made it this far. And then go look at uh, one of the Team Rocket members. Uh, he's a real, real good trainer when it comes to his Pokemon. Yeah, he's a real exception to Darwin's theory at this point. Ash's peak performance, in my opinion, was Generation Four in the in the Sinnoh League, and he got I think it was what top eight or top four. And then after that, it just went all downhill from there. But yeah, plain and simple, we we have events on the way, new ones coming, which are a bit of a work in progress. They've been delayed a bit because of personal reasons that went on. Um, yeah, that, that's all I really have to add there. Like, yeah, I think Quantum can cover anything I missed. <laughs> anything on your end then, uh, Chris? Or Quantum, sorry. In reference to gyms? Uh, just in uh, just any other wrap up things that you want to say that you know generations rule all the others rule or some crap like that. Thinking about it, I think another one of our differences is in reference to events, and I don't know how often events are hosted on the other servers. I think I think they have two events a day. I'm not sure, or they're just completely random. But um, a lot of the times when I come on the server, at least this is me. Um, when I come onto the server and someone like I'll I'll just go in and be like, hey, what event does everyone want? Someone will say something, we'll do that event, and that's normally like I'll do at least that like every two hours. Someone and I think that's another thing in reference to the the staff to player communication. Nice, and uh, I I would like to vote to make healthy hijinks a legit thing because I made it and healthy I love hijinks? it. Hijinks? Have you not heard of uh, my mini game, Healthy Hijinks? I have not. Uh. I, I did it last weekend. It basically I give away six Pokemon, the last one being a legendary. Uh basically what happens is uh I let somebody know the level of the Pokemon and the I HP IV of the Pokemon. I'll toss it out and they gotta guess what the uh the you know uh maximum health of said Pokemon. And whoever oh, okay. gets closest to that and they only get one guess because I don't want them spamming, uh they can either get the Pokemon or a Master Ball. And I gave away uh my Groudon for my legend rank doing that and I got on the I'm hopefully doing that later tonight because I thought it was fun. People got excited. I like that idea. It, I I wanted I, like I wanted to be cool, just like Doc and the other people, but <laughs> I, I couldn't make my own. You know, I couldn't do who's that Pokemon. 
So I was like, I'll make my own. But uh, let's see. Uh, has there or are there any staff members that are close friends or family? Uh, any cousins, brothers, sisters that are like, oh, we're mods together. I mean, um, you could argue that uh, all Australians are family. <laughs> that that <laughs> is true. Cousins, uh, a lot of us like to sit down and have a good drink or a barbie or something. But um, I, as far as I'm aware, we don't have anything really like that. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, staff-wise, we most of the time get along very well. Like, we become friends. But I guess starting out, it's uh, not all that often. I mean, an example I'm willing to give myself, like, uh, it, it was a staff member who we recently actually, um, you know, who became a helper within the past uh, three weeks, four weeks. Basically, I wanted to sponsor her, but the situation was, due to the fact I, you know, I pretty much considered her a full friend, I would not sponsor her until someone else had noticed her. Mm. Like, I told Bibs on sponsoring, but it was a case of, you know, we don't, we don't sponsor, like, people who we are friends with personally, if that makes sense. Because they can be a bit biased. And uh, I totally agree on that, actually. Uh, I, 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 you know, I brought it up, Pine sponsored me recently, but... Uh, the first person I started talking with about it, uh, Mr. Epic Duckling, I, uh, you know, I've been talking with him for a while, but I flat out was like, I don't think it'd be fair for you to sponsor me because, you know, we're friends now, I'd like to think. And quite frankly, you know, I feel like that'd be abusing the power at that point of friendship at that point, thinking, trying to climb the ladder that way. And it's like, that's not cool. But I respect that, man. Uh, would you say then, and I know you kind of said, you know, did this, uh, those who get thrown into this godforsaken island that you know is infested with spiders, rats, snakes, and kangaroos stick together kind of situation. Has there been any actual like close friendships that you made because of generations? Not just the staff in particular, but you know, playing together with people. Has there been people that you're excited to talk to? <laughs> ooh, ooh! <laughs> I was trying to give this great magical Disney ending, and he's like. I mean, I've got someone who I first played with. Uh, his name's Jaden. I originally met him through the staff team, and we're still friends to this day. He doesn't play at all anymore, but we, we talk daily. We still talk. A um, couple of the other people that I used to be staff with and players still talk to. So it, I think friendships are always made, and you, of course, pick up people along the way. Sadly, friendships have been lost, but it's a good, like, it is a good thing. And I've got some close friends in the current staff team. Most of us are pretty much act like a family now. That's awesome. Yeah, we try to kill each other constantly. <laughs> that I mean, Australia, that fits in line of my book, but I'm also, you know, I, I have no idea what goes on down under. Jeez. Uh, I mean, if it's not obvious, we, we can be a bit laid back and stuff in some ways. No. <laughs> are you suggesting you guys are calm and chill? Uh, you could say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, Australians are pretty much like Canadians, just a little bit. Uh, rash. Nice. You guys kind of cook out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so important question. It's probably the most important question in the entire uh, interview here. Is it true that Disturb gave somebody a high donation status because they showed him a picture of herself? <laughs> this is a funny question. Okay, I don't, I don't know where the Disturb part came from. Uh, but no, this was um, okay. So her name is Pink Celine. She started playing recently. She's basically been a meme around the whole staff team and player base. She's very, very, very forward and uh, very not caring of what she says. So a lot of the male attention attracts to her very fast around the server. It's but interesting because uh, <laughs> typically 
half the stuff that gets said that involves her would immediately get people banned, but this one-time weird exception anomaly will inspire both mods, her super mods, and all that stuff just to break every rule they can find just to have a conversation. You're right. She, uh, she has transcended uh, a person at this point on the server. She's become, uh, I would yeah. say, a, a meme lord, but no, she she's... <sighs> She's mine explosion level meme right now. Some of the stuff that gets said is pretty hectic, but basically the situation you're referring to is uh, I was the person that gave the rank. Uh, the rank was an old person that won a giveaway, which they never redeemed it. And I messaged him um, <clears throat> finding out if he still wanted it. And he said, no, I could do whatever I want with it. So I gave it to her. We were already planning on doing the whole giveaway thing with her, um, but it kind of just ended up. And basically to prove or just to generally curious because we were uh, basically on the same day the whole staff team was having a whole face swaps day however you'd say it oh but yeah we were curious so uh we gave her a, we just kind of chucked in a legend rank but yeah she sent a picture and but it was more for all the other guys that were thirsty out there they uh what <laughs> thirsty is the word i'd use they were all, uh, itching to grab that image and that was a straightaway no from me if it helps, she was, Murray, know what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I'm, a, I'm married. I'm finally immune to this shit, but goddamn, I, I... Yeah, no, I've got a partner as well, so I was very immune. Uh, it, it's interesting. Just, I, I, I can totally see this now. Like I said, the average age is, like, you know, high teens. And so when, you know, some meme lady comes walking in, all the uh, wolf whistling from afar and tongue rolling out and all that stuff. Uh, that is that is wild. Uh, she says a lot of sexual stuff. That's why she gets... Uh, I figured. I, I have no context here, and I assume that's that's what was, what, yeah. what was going on. Because when I first met her, it was after all of the wolf whistling, and uh, my first experience with her was very interesting because she, she just flat out was straight up um very forward and and it was very surprising because not to bring in the whole stereotype but it's pretty rare to see someone especially on minecraft these days a female play minecraft she's in college as well so like the time like she doesn't have the time for it but she still plays it um but it was very surprising to find someone and then she kind of had her personality around her and it made a lot of sense why she was getting a lot of attention it's interesting because uh it reminds me whenever she starts talking in the chat, it's kind of like uh, Jessica Rabbit for those who uh, understand what I'm talking about there. Uh, <laughs> Roger Rabbit's uh, interesting character who comes in. Hello, boys. It's just comical at this point for me to watch because it's like everybody's just losing their crap. Uh, meanwhile, my wife is making like uh, imitations of wolf whistling whatnot. She totally understands. Shout out to Amanda Ray 93 and the uh, Minecraft server because, you know, she's a lady too. Don't go <laughs> me though, please. Uh, so, uh, is there a mascot Pokemon or a uh, person on the server? Mm, uh, let, let's go have a quick look at what our uh, reactor mode is. <laughs> I would like to think that, like, uh, Pikachu would represent Pika City or something like that. So for generations, uh, if, we're, if we're going by what the role request emotes are, for generations, we have a Gengar. I'm surprised. I would have thought, uh, is Bidoof like a close second with uh, this weird mm. cold thunderling going on right now? The, the yeah, but, uh, I'm just looking it over. Um, for Pika City, they have Pikachu. For Reforge, they have Charmander. Heart Gold, they have, uh, I think it's called Watch Hog or something, whatever it's called. 
for Soul Silver, they have Cubone and Generations, as we just said. They have Gengar. I, I'm if I had Cubone to for Soul, Soul Silver is because the manager's called Cubone. Yeah. Yes, that is in fact a question uh, that you can answer for a rare candy, which is good to know. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about that. Oh <laughs> uh, man, what, what will it take to get Bidoof installed as the uh, mascot Pokemon officially? <laughs> Uh, probably a uh, couple thousand signatures um, form. I mean, I, do a change.org. Okay, okay, sure. We'll see. We'll see what we can do here. Uh, so uh, I have no idea what this is, and I just wanted to ask about it. What is uh, this maze thing? Everybody keeps asking in the open. Um. Okay. I, I will say uh, I actually reopened it properly the other day. Um, basically, due to an issue we had a while back uh, related to alter counts, we had to actually block off our maze, which is um, pretty much a maze you can go through. At the end, you right-click an NPC, and then you type in, say, slash kit maze, and you get 10k and a legend key. Nice! Um, as I said, we had to block that off for, um, for a while due to alters, and there was a lot of complaints coming up, you know, openers, yada yada. Um, in regards to the maze, it is probably open again now however if we have ulting again i'll put barriers over the npc so if anyone gets to the end they have to ask a moderator plus to teleport them into it just you know sort of a safety safety net i guess mm. um we are actually looking at possibly releasing some new mazes soon which we need to get on to soon <laughs> nice uh on a scale of one to ten how hard do you think you make the mazes um uh how, how does the uh say idea five I was say like ten, you can't get out or get in for some reason. Uh, one is it's just an open room. Just to give you like an answer on that, I'd, I'd say probably about somewhere between a five to an eight, depending on the person, I guess. Okay. Okay. As I say, like if you want me to give you ab- abstract answers here, I could give you a difficulty of uh, wall plate maze to barrier block maze. Oh, oh, okay. So we're not talking like a square maze kind of situation here. We're talking like we're going to do Psychic Gym from Pokemon Red and Blue kind of stuff where you'll be bouncing around and casting your days. Oh, sorry, that will be a thing. <laughs> that, that's that's scary, actually. Ooh, mercy. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, but yeah, honestly, um, current maze is it's at the point where anyone who's been playing for a while, it's fairly easy to them. They just know the path. But for new players coming in, it can take anywhere between you know five minutes to up to an hour i would love to make a warp maze now that kind of would be exciting to do if i was able to pull mm. that well, off there, there is technically a way players can participate currently with a program i'm personally doing to help get the community more involved and give them a chance to become if they're interested obviously to look into becoming a builder it's a new program obviously and it's something that i personally offer rather than other servers yes uh, i believe uh, what the current person that's being trained in interest correct Pardon? Uh, is it Winteress? Winteress? Uh, she's or he or she's trying to be a trial builder right now. He is actually currently one of our trial builders. But I have no idea as to what's going on there. So. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, we did talk quite a bit about gyms. Uh, they are mostly. I learned this recently. Basically, for those who don't know, it is a list of eight gyms that are non-traditional in terms of types. So there's no standard order that I could find. And uh, it has a list of uh, gym leaders for each gym that can open up and uh, let you challenge them. But they also had the same exact uh, set of Pokemon for each one. Like uh, every gym leader has the same Pokemon for the team. Is that correct? 
Oh, sorry, was that in regards to our current actual gyms? Yes, current gyms. Uh, don't um, they? We have um, set teams, if that helps. Like, okay, so if uh, that are given to specific trainers, like um, if if you ever see a trainer in chat with the tag Omni, basically they can run all eight gyms. Whereas we have some that are like first four, first or last four, that sort of thing. Um, in my case, I'm specifically flying. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Cool. All right, good deal. Uh, now, is there uh, is there like any reward for getting all eight gym badges right now? Uh, it's a, I think it's an aura key and a legend key. I'm not. It's I'm not aura key. My, It's just an aura key. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there has been uh, talk about potentially uh, something to do with uh, the elite four, correct? Coming soon. Yeah. Is there okay? So there's a talk about uh, has the people for the elite four been decided already, or is there going to be like some kind of trial for no. what's going on here? Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on with them because we have a champion and then the four elites. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on. I think uh, Smogon will be our champion, but I'm not sure. Okay, good there. We have no idea, really. Uh, what does one have to do to become a uh, certified gem leader? Like, uh, what, what kind of training or whatnot uh, do they have to go for it in order to join that? So, originally, all you had to do was beat the gyms, and then you message Disturb, uh, sorry, Smogon, and you told him, and then he would recon- he would consider you for a gym position, but I'm not sure if it's still the same. Hmm. Um, Smogon's had a couple of, like, he's been off recently, as Viber, he's been off recently, um, just due to stuff going on in real life, so I'm not sure what the go is with that. Okay, uh, I was just curious. Uh, can it be anybody? I, I would have thought it'd be staff only, though, right? No, normal players are gym leaders as well. Huh. That that's that's interesting. Okay, you just want to have your death cube up and running. I am not allowed <laughs> to challenge people officially in an official gym that I do not own, <laughs> and uh, I don't think uh, OU is an acceptable gym position. Uh, but I do have a steel type team that I'm ready to rock anybody off if uh, we want. Well, steal anybody off, I guess, not rock. If we want to open a uh, steel gym, I uh, I will be a contender for that one. Uh, we so, used to have a steel gym. You y- 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 used. What are you doing to me, man? What, what do you mean used to? What's going on here? Let, let me let me spin this chair around. Let's talk, buddy. Why is there no steel gym? Uh, uh-huh. That was with the old... So we had an old staff team just before the current one. And the gym manager for those ones, he had a different gym lineup and everything, different gym teams. And one of the, the second last gym team was steel. Hmm. Is there a steel gym somewhere in the world? Uh, no, we didn't have gyms actually built at that point. Ooh, so if we were to open a steel gym, we'd need somebody like a trial builder to build a steel gym. Somebody already has a team ready yeah. to go. Oh, man, Nick, uh, who could... No, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, we've I've been trying to chuck the suggestion of making, like, an IC4 at uh, our gym manager for a long time. <laughs> I still don't think I've been successful. Aw, uh, that's sad that's sad uh so uh history of a certain item that's actually made an interesting appearance and sudden disappearance in the game uh could you tell me the history of the suspicious satchel do you want to quantum or should i <laughs> i'm sick of removing that's all you buddy um okay so 
I guess it doesn't hurt if I say the name because technically, you know, it was all dealt with. So we had an old staff member at the time who I... Like old? Is that there. like over the age of 23 or what's going on here? I don't know their age. Oh, I'm just messing. Who was an admin, I believe, at the time as well. Um, as far as I'm aware, they are actually banned from Generations, but um, I'm not 100% sure on that. Quantum can confirm in the end. Um, basically, they spawned an item called the Sache, except they added modifiers. And those modifiers made it, you know, obviously renamed the item as well. Um, essentially, they made a banned item or an unofficial item which doesn't technically exist within the game itself. It's a modified item that was nicknamed. And it's called the Suspicious Sache. What it does when held is it gives you, I think, 0.1. It increases your movement speed, essentially. By 10%, yeah. The, now, it would have been okay if it was maybe just one or two. Wouldn't have been a problem. But somehow they got duplicated. Now, uh, I'm on the, now I'm on the, who the has the ability to duplicate? Is that uh, mod level powers? I believe it was actually duplicated by the person who created them anyway. But, so, so, yeah, we, created we, a monster. we as many as we could back then. Um, they recently resurfaced, and we don't know where from. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, someone found them in an old abandoned claim, and since then, it's you know we've been doing our best to get rid of them again. From what I know, they are gone again now. But that is you know. uh, that is very true. Now, uh, important question: uh, Can you check uh, items that are stored in the backpack of a person? Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, so you can check me out. I'm clean. I, I, I gave up mine uh, the moment uh, I decided to speed around like Sonic during a drop party and it caught the attention of every single mod, admin, and disturbed. Hey, was- I mean, look at it this way. If disturbed said we could bring them back, I already know the command to recreate them. Wait, what's oh, going you on? You want some back? No, I'm saying if, say, for example, we managed to convince disturbed to allow us to create an item that had modifiers, I already know the command to create those sort of items. Oh, man, you got power and knowledge already. I, I... Well, that's the thing. Like, if you don't mind me going into a little bit of background here, I guess. Of course. Well, so, I, you're asking before, before this server, I was with another, not quite a network, but another, I guess, Australian server. Um, we were actually called Ozcraft. <laughs> Um, obviously the name probably would have been taken by now, unfortunately, but that was what we used to be called, and then we got changed to Elemental Nations, and, you know, it's been up and down multiple times. Right. Um, during that time, I actually got the chance to experience, like, more on the managerial side of it as well, so, you know, the high end of the sort of, I guess, side of the spectrum. So I do have experience with a lot of the plugins we actually still work with, even though they're on Sponge rather than Figit, but... So in terms of that, that's where a lot of my background, I guess, comes from. So knowing these commands is really not a big deal to me. It's sort of just something I'm used to. Have you uh, had any notable players who were uh, staff or whatnot that uh, just simply disappeared or they did something so ridiculous that they got demoted or banned? You don't have to name names. I'm just curious of stories. Yes. Oh, that yeah, was <laughs> What? <laughs> and yes? So, uh... Um... One, one big situation I can go ahead and uh, explain to you is the current staff team you see now is a completely fresh staff team, except for me, Hex, everyone else is new. Um, like when you say new, basically, how are you really talking here? So two months new. So oh. like it was just a fresh team. I think it's two months. I might be wrong. It's a uh, right 
yeah, maybe a little bit longer, but around that time. Basically, before this whole fresh team, we had another whole team, a whole big team with Ranger as our manager. And basically, short story, Ranger resigned, everyone resigned. And it was okay. me, Hexed, and two others left over. And yeah, so we've had that situation occur. We've had our other previous managers just straight up grief the server. Um, yeah, we've had some nasty, nasty goes, but most of the time we come back from it. But mainly one of the reasons why the server is kind of dead right now is because of the situation that's occurred within those last three months. Now, I'm scared to ask this because I know once my, my wife is gone, she uh, clearly plays a lot, actually, probably more than me at this point. Uh, there's been mentioned to me recently that you guys do a uh, what I'd refer to as a refresh, where you guys uh, uh, wipe the servers completely clean. Everybody loses their Pokemon and whatnot, and everybody starts from scratch. And kind of we have two. We have two types of them. We have one where, like you said, for a fresh start, complete new reset. We do a new spawn. Everyone gets a player ID reset. Um, the ranks stay the same. Everyone keeps their ranks and all that, so you don't have to rebuy them. But that's good. I, that, I guess we that's... do. We just do a like a, a build reset where we just change the spawn, the server, and people can keep their player ID, like keep their Pokemon, their money, and all that. Hmm. <clears throat> I like that one actually a lot better. Uh, just a heads up. It's yeah, like I, I can uh, <laughs> I can kiss my uh, gym goodbye, but. It'd break my heart after working so hard to get that beautiful scissor. Yeah, uh, typically with the full resets, they only happen what every couple of years. Uh, we like to tell people that, but yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait okay. it, when you say we like to tell people that, is it because it it's more recent? It than could that, happen or? at any time because we had to have a full reset, of course, when one of the managers griefed the server because it was just a big like show. So it could, it could generally they're supposed to only happen every couple of years because that's when they're needed but if something in between that happens which is bizarre as a manager griefing then yeah things can go down I mean, the drain and we have to reset from there market crash could also cause it but exactly is there no uh rollback ability by uh atlas or anything like that if a manager were to go uh berserk i guess you'd call it there is a rollback but I think in that situation, they found that it was just better to completely wipe the server. Fair enough. Then I can actually find a uh, title bell in one of those dungeon things. Mm -hmm. Instead of uh, a no. golden saddle. There's a kind of uh, a new thing, actually. What's that? The uh, title bell thing? Yeah. Um, some of the dungeon chests, like, I'll be honest, the dungeon chests weren't even hunted until we realized that, yeah, they spawn in ones that have never been opened because that's how dungeon chests work. So, technically speaking, probably most of them, if not all of them, have been almost completely picked clean, correct? Possibly. Apparently so, but they're still popping up everywhere. Yeah, it's freaking me out. It's like, uh, you guys probably are able to keep logs to see if anybody's trying to duplicate anything. So, there's got to be a finite resource of this. Uh, Nick, for our the... biggest uh, trouble is X-Ray. That's our biggest trouble. I totally understand that. I, uh, that would be messed up. Uh... I, I guess my concern is, I was trying to explain this to Nick for a second, uh, title bells, clear bells, those are items that when placed has a chance to spawn uh, Lugia or ho -Oh, respectively. Right. And you can only find them by finding randomized uh, chests in dungeons that are found throughout the, the wilderness. Right. Underground. Underground. And so if uh, if they're created, uh, you know, 
when the server is first made, then that means there's a, a limited amount of them. So after hundreds upon hundreds of people do their wild scavenging, running across the wild, and then as uh, I believe Quantum here suggested, uh, troublemakers, and I, I know some people, I will not name names that have done that shit, uh, use x-ray vision to essentially be able to look through blocks and there shouldn't be any left like the price should be skyrocketing because no one has them anymore but my wife has been able to buy them just fine and it freaks me out that they've been able to stay permanent it's like well, I, what's I mean, the the thing is, like there's, there's a possibility the price may actually go lower at some point as well because we're still often discussion about making some items more available to newer players as well Hmm. Like I don't we're currently know. underway in changing the shop. Underway, then we have no idea when this is going to happen, but we're hoping soon. Okay. Uh, now, I think, uh, as you know, uh, I guess there's multiple different ways that you can make money in the game. Uh, the most uh, interesting one is the idea of uh, mining fossils and then selling off the fossil Pokemon to get from that. Obviously, uh, back in the day, uh, the more preferred option would have been breeding, but due to, you know, circumstances, breeding is just not that easy unless you're Pine or some god-awful master breeder that has ever okay. since There's pine. actually a little bit of history on this one. Okay, sure. So, believe it or not, fossils weren't the best method. The best method was actually defeating wild NPC trainers. That would be uh, and um, we actually had to nerf it due to something that happened after an update. Where, for example, you know, the rich boy sort of trainers, yes, they'd give a butt ton of money. Yeah, there was a bit of an issue where, um, from personal experience and a few others, we were getting around about 100k from them. Um, okay, go on. So essentially, we put in a nerf that um, put all the trainers down to a very low price, which it's like uh, at this point like i have a swimmer sitting on my cube when i was trying to build it and he won't move and even battling him and defeating him he'll stay there and it's like i can't even feel good because i wouldn't get decent bucks from him now as i might have implied a bit there when i say there's a bit of history to it it's because we're actually working in getting a proper fix to it at the moment cool um Actually, the other day, we actually made it so they start getting a decent amount again. Like, you can get up to 20k from any trainer. Nice! Um, that would actually be fun. However, our spawn rates are what we're working on next. <laughs> our spawn rates for trainers are a little bit low. Wonderful. Okay. Jeez. Trying to get them at least to be equal with, like, fossils. Or, Was, you know. I, I remember somebody talking about uh, some way of trying to make money using sugarcane. Have you heard of anything like that? Well... Yeah. That would be Quantum's area. Was that, Basically, uh, the main that? main way to make money back in the day was sugarcane farming, and not like automatic farming. People used to make like me personally. I used to have sixty-four by sixty-four farms of um, sugarcane, and I'd have them littered across the world. And I'll just go around, set homes at each one. While I'm doing stuff during the day, I'd go clear each one. Uh, manually and i'd get maybe like a million a day from these like it used to be a really 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 good method if you knew what you were doing and if you stuck to it and obviously at this point though uh that's been knocked down because i don't think you can sell sugarcane in any form right you can but you can't sell them stacks so it's a lot more tedious to do it and it's just not worth it ah so you can make the slowest million if you really really <laughs> i want think to. the price got halved as well so you can't sell them so you can make half a million if you do it really really slowly okay and yeah 
basically. And we got new things coming in to help, you know, give more variety for what methods of making money again. Um, if you don't mind me commenting on the breeding part of it, though, sure, that's actually a big thing that I think is a little bit, un, you know, underseen by players. So a lot of players, and the issue they have with the market right now is they see Pokemon that are on there already, and they think, oh, that's too much, and you know, they want to breed that specific Pokemon. But then there's one thing about it. They're breeding a Pokemon that's already on the market when there is a lot of Pokemon that currently are not on our market. Oh yeah. If they would actually, you know, think about it that way, then they'd realize there is a lot of room for them to claim a market. Like, for example, I'm doing I, I think I'm the only person who breeds all three Gudras or Goomies. Mm-hmm. Um as far as I'm aware, I'm the only person breeding Skidoos currently. <laughs> and uh H A Drifloons is my newest one. It's uh, interesting because my wife really wanted a good houndoom, but she didn't know anybody. I, I think there are actually some people that sell. I'm happy to organize that later date. Well, uh, oh boy, uh, she uh, decided to start breeding because she wanted to breed her own houndoom uh, for the first. You know, she wanted to breed her own Pokemon. She liked the idea that she got it herself. You know, and that's fine. Perfect. I honestly do. I was just—I was just trying to be proud of my wife. It's okay, there's snow. <laughs> I, I like if you know if you need anything, that's it's how we are on the side. We try to help out when sure, we can. Sure, you want to donate like fifty ranch upgrades? That would be great. Uh, currently, I only have thirty-six. I'm sorry. Ooh, I, I don't know if my wife can work with that. Now, uh, the most interesting part is uh, she started texting me while I'm at work, and she's like, I don't understand why uh, you know, this Pokemon won't say it's madly in love with each other. I'm like, well, it's dual type. You'll have to put a couple of ranch upgrades in it. And then she's like, I don't know what happened. It went from saying that they really liked each other to they loved each other as much as possible. I'm like, it's because there's an egg, honey. Uh, it's like, you got to look this stuff up. And like today, she's like, I don't understand. One had max HP, one had max speed. I had the right items on. I don't know. And she named them off. I'm like, honey, that's that's the power item for special defense. That's not speed. It, it takes a while to get into. Honestly, it's it, it, the breeding system could oh, be a little bit easier for people to learn. I think. And uh, I'm glad it like Nick knows this uh, from experience. I uh, was one of those guys that when I had Sun and Moon, I was a very very hardcore breeder like i I would spend hours upon hours each day trying to breed the perfect pokemon from scratch because god forbid i try to get it from gts in any shape or form i was so moon literally just do the ditto chain and then uh you're good to go get up to five ivs that way i do remember spending days just sitting in there trying to you know do the uh ditto called for help ditto called for help yep you have to chain that Oh, forever. Jeez. Uh, speaking of which, uh, that's another interesting thing. Some people say dittos are easy to get in this game, but some people have never seen one. Um, my, my friend had quit. Spawn rate. Yeah, spawn rate is one of the lowest we have on the server. 0.3% during the day in a certain biome, yes. Into that is, yeah. And uh, it's like, I don't want to tell him. And it's like I, I, I'm scared because I'm afraid that one day he'll get on and he'll see it and he'll catch it, and then it's going to be like 23% or some nonsense. And it's just it's going to break him. It's going to break him so hard. But uh, I think that's pretty much it. Is there uh, any last things you want to say on behalf of generations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough you, one to say. <laughs> you're making a very hard case for uh, the server right now. Come on, guys. Jeez. No, no, no. Honestly, though, like. Players are, you know, we welcome players to come and go. We're pretty 
pretty laid back for the most part. We try to be lenient on some rules, but obviously people are, you know, abuse that at times. In the I mean, district. the fact that you, that you still allow Tyler to play is, in itself speaks of your leniency. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right there. He's a bit of a troublemaker. It's weird because I'll... <laughs> I remind myself when uh, when I play this game, it's kind of like uh, I'm Flubber, the movie Flubber. Or if you leave me alone in the middle of the room, I act all calm and whatnot. But one accidental flick, and all of a sudden, I'm just all over the place. Like, hey, this, 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 this. Come on, talk. And it's like I get like super hyperactive, trying to get things going on, and then I'll immediately like, mm, how's everybody doing today? Hey, when's that helper meme coming in? It's you're, like really, a, you're really letting your age show through with that movie reference, Tyler. Wait, the reference don't worry. It's a great movie that came out last year, didn't it? Flubber is a fantastic movie, by the way. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Oh my god, it came out in 1990. It yeah, came out when I was two years old. Tyler. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of generations, as I say, we, we welcome anyone for the most part, just as long as you're you know respectful of the fact we are technically a pg you know server when it comes to chat and our rules i obviously verb, you know verbal chat voice chat we can be a little lot more lenient because you know once it's said it's gone there is written stuff it's uh it can be seen by anybody for a much longer period of time yes yeah um i guess yeah that, that's my opinion of it anyway we we welcome anyone regardless of your gender or religion whatever we we do not care you're free to come on and chill with us that sort of thing um, yeah. you can add on there uh college ladies that are very open with themselves are very much welcomed by many of the staff of course yes <laughs> you think say that quantum pardon uh Quantum, are, are you asleep right now? I know it's like 2 a.m. for you. Uh, is there anything? No, 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 no. I'm just quietly listening. My name is Tyler. Uh, can I ask you a question, sir? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then, uh, Quantum, is there any last things that you'd like to say about the server before we wrap up this interview? Well, in regards to the comment about college girls that uh, <laughs> like to be very open. Oh, did I say that? And you just start getting like mind blank, drooly face to whatnot. What's going on? Here? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, if you I want think... to defend honor, go right ahead, man. Wait, wait, what did you say? I said, if you want to defend some honor or something like that, like the server is much better than that. We are open. We are kind. We are mature. We are respectful to everybody. We cleaned up the situation pretty well. It was getting real bad. It was getting real bad. No. Like, yeah, we, we had oh, to monitor yeah. that because it got to a point where, yeah, it was getting real bad. Like, you, do you know about club chat where you can have your own clubs and you can like talk separately in another place? Yes, I've uh, I've yeah. seen where it goes from normal general chat, like uh, somebody be like, "Hey, this person's name," and then it goes to club chat, like, "I want to do things that are very, very explicit and explicit." Yeah, like, oh god, we had to stop that real quick because that was getting to a point. Although it apparently still happens, so I'm gonna have to get out my. Uh, oh, what doesn't happen? Yeah, and I mean, if anything, I wonder who's more strict out of me quantum at times when it comes to actual staff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, you guys do say you're laid back, but then it's like you see chaos going on, and then you look over to your left and you see the sign that says all the rules on it, and you're like, "All right, here we go. Let's do this." Big face, big yeah. face, happy time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say, if you were to 
just, just I guess to help wrap it up at the end here. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you were to put it down to me or Quantum as is more strict, it depends on what you're looking at. If it's GTS, it's probably me. If it's actual rules, uh, that's a tough one. Also, I, I'm very glad that you did not yell at me in my Drutini posting today and setting it at 25,000. That was not BP. That was not BP. Mm, that's I fine. would to put it at 25. We're, we're easing up a little bit on GTS. We're going to be changing the prices, as I said. What's going to change again? On the other side, I do feel like an idiot because it was at 99% and the only thing that had a 30 was an attack and a, I, you know, 10 tokens for 20,000. It would have been, you know, I could have put it at 55. That's besides the point. That's okay. Whatever. Uh, okay. Is there any kind of uh, social media that you guys want to plug in before we wrap this up here? Plug social media? No, nah, I'm all good. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a website, but that's probably about it. Uh, I'll I'll post uh, the Discord link and uh, a link to uh, Pixel Spark, uh, particularly generations, uh, to you know get uh, get some interest in the show notes. That way, we can pass the good word on. Uh, I think that's it. Then, uh, you know, this was uh, Tyler hosting this interview. That was Nick uh, with the uh, the oh, wow. commentary at the end, and uh, said all of fifteen words. Uh, yeah. That was uh, Snowfox, uh, the uh, very active one, the quantum who was sleepy thinking about college girls one. And I think that was it for the interview. Uh, any last words before we uh, cut the cord here? Uh, thanks for watching, listening, whatever you do with podcasts these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I usually sniff it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Not a problem. We'll talk to you guys later. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. I want to be the best that ever was. All the rest, yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Dinglet, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Tata, Firo, Pinty, King, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, Pony, Tamaporeon, Polyrath, Butterfree. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Pokemon! I'll search across the land, look far and wide, release from my hand. Alright, that was Snowy and uh, Quantum. Man, aren't they the best? That was that was fun. That was really interesting learning about all of that. Um, Man, it just felt like uh, I I just heard him like five seconds ago. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, yeah, Snow Fox, Quantum, good people. We had fun with them. Snow Fox. I'm sorry, I kept saying Snowy because well, it's because I always called them Snow or Snowy. I never called them Snow Fox. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I always, uh, mind you, I always thought it was Quantum Wolf and Snowy, and I'm like, hmm, Quantum Wolf. You know, Quantum Wolf and Snow Fox would be like cool alternative names to like the Star Fox crew or something like that. <laughs> Isn't Quantum Wolf a, uh, a prominent figure in the media somehow though? Quanti- like that seems very familiar. Now Snow Fox, when I think of that, I just think of a Lowland Vulpix, but you know, each his own, right? Right, right. Alright, so we've got all of that wrapped up. It's been quite an episode already, so we're going to run through a lot of these game releases. Uh, but we have, some, we have some big names on this list. So um, it is November 12th. Coming out, uh, coming out on the 13th of November, we have the Spyro Reignited Trilogy coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Amanda's excited for that, too. Everybody, anybody, uh, nostalgia is a powerful thing. And I never actually played any of the Spyro games, but um, I, I'd be down. I it really sucks would because be. it did not come out for the Switch. The one home no, console. Rip. <laughs> Yeah, uh, coming after uh, coming out after that, Fallout seventy six, November fourteenth, uh, PS four, Xbox One, and PC. The game's nice. already been out though for about a week. Um, if you pre ordered it or you did something extra, you suck somebody's dick to get e- extra super special early access. Uh, people Don't so people my methods, you jerk. 
people are able to continue playing from the beta and they don't actually have to start over so they just keep whatever progress they made wow um, yeah uh good on yeah. them i guess jeez uh yeah uh rewarding the people who pay more money uh fittingly it seems fitting um but moving on from i like i have no interest in fallout 76 it also seems like on i've honestly i think the game looks like hot garbage i really do uh it's it looks it looks it doesn't look like anything different from skyrim or fallout 4 um and it's been i don't know seven years since skyrim and fallout 4 pretty much used the same engine and i'm not saying that they needed to reinvent the v, uh, the wheel in terms of graphics but I, like i feel like after seven years of the same engine they would have probably tried something new um, I, I tell myself every single day when they went from halo 3 this destiny to it, it, it's just it's the same thing man it's different man i swear it's completely different it's not bethesda i mean un unfinished it's not unfinished okay um then we've got battlefield 5 coming out november 15th ps4 xbox one c same thing here with battlefield 5 if you had the ea origins premiere pass or something which you have to pay 15 dollars a month for you had access to this game starting november 9th now this is interesting because black ops has been making such a big hit in the market it almost feels like ea is creeping on the corner saying hey guys did you forget about old Battlefield 5? Battlefield 5 has had um, uh, betas, and there's been a lot of buzz. They have, they're going to have their own Battle Royale, uh, but it, they are uh, vastly different games. Um, people have to keep that in mind. I've never played either. I've played Battlefield 1. Uh, that's a lie. Uh, but Battlefield 5 really also does not look much different from Battlefield 1. Um, I don't know what they've changed, and I'm just not interested. Um, the we've campaign got is a little different, I heard. Uh, Black Ops 4 has no campaign. Battlefield 5 has a campaign, apparently. Battlefield 5 is getting a battle royale later on. I, I don't know. Not really. I don't care. I, I can't wait. I, I wish we had, like... I wish I, I wish I was get, I would get hate for these things. Because it would just make me happy. But nobody's going to say anything. Because people are kind of like, yeah, we agree, but we're going to buy it anyways. It's still weird because so many people trash talk uh, Call of Duty, you know, Black Ops or, Call of D or Battlefield. Say, oh, it's a crap game because all these people like it. As it turns out, it's actually still a pretty good game. It's just everybody likes it, and people want to hate on it, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got Underworld Ascendant coming out November 15th on PC. Um, I did not look this game up. I didn't look this game up either, so I guess it's a very popular game. Uh, we've got, and I'm going to talk about the, these next two games. I'm going to talk about the one that's not as um, popular. We've got a Sims 4 um, expansion coming out on the 16th of November on PC. Yes. Uh, Tyler, have you ever played a lot of Sims? Yes, uh, a couple of things about this. Uh, Sims 4, get famous. You're going to have a new job system, such as... Uh, not a system, you have new job routes, such as becoming an influencer. So, uh, fantastic. You'll get to be successful on YouTube in this uh, simulation right. of the game. Uh, another thing that's also interesting about this, uh, they're going to introduce a uh, first person. You're going to be able to play Sims while looking okay. through the eyes of your Sim, which I don't know why you do that. But you know what? That's okay. So uh, you know, you're gonna go make some woohoo with uh, you know your your lovely girlfriend. All of a sudden, the entire screen is gonna get immediately censored. And you're they were so hear, concerned. They were so concerned with whether they could or couldn't that they never asked if they should. <laughs> I um, want to sit here and stare at this guy cut himself with cutting onions, and then when I'm done, <laughs> it turns into cereal. Great idea. Um, Underworld Ascendant is a first-person action role-playing game. Um, it looks like a kind of... 
I don't know, Doom meets Magic kind of thing, like a Skyrim but in Hell. So just, Doom? Just wanted to put that, I guess. Anyways. Or uh, just, uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion? I just wanted to make sure that we got that out there. Now, this last game on our list, I've made my thoughts about it very clear. Yes. I don't know about... Uh, Tyler has not been as clear uh, because... Should I, I, I be more why. clear about this? No, no, I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying you haven't I been as clear as I have been. Um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Eevee comes out November 16th on the Switch. This Friday, I, yes. I have, I have complained about the game. I have, I have shit on the game. I will probably get it during the holiday season because I am weak for Pokemon stuff. I'm going to call you out on your shit. I don't think you won't. Or sorry, let me, let me not double negative that. <laughs> I don't think you will. I bet you won't. See, you're just saying that. that I'm Prove just me wrong, <laughs> loser. You can't. Pro tip. Are you, Tyler? Will you be getting the? Are you, will you be getting Let's Go Pikachu? Because I sure sure should know you won't be getting Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> Unless Amanda picks up Let's Go Eevee. I mean, it's possible, I suppose. So the answer is yes. I will be getting this game. Problem is, though, I have very limited expectations of this game. Uh, limited, low, whatever you want to call it. I'm hoping by doing that, I get it and I love it. However, and I'm afraid of this, and I told you about this before, the curse of uh, buying a game that's dependent on other people in order for it to be a good game. Right. Uh, the curse goes with Super Mario Party. It goes with Mario Tennis Aces. If Pokemon falls into that category with uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, I'm going to get it and immediately regret it, and then I get to talk shit about it the next day. Hooray. Nice. But I'm hoping that's not the case. It stinks because uh, it comes out on a Friday. I could buy it on Friday and then play it right before work. That's probably not going to happen. I might not even be able to talk about it next. Well, I'll be able to get a couple hours in. I'll, get, I'll give you hot details not, you know, next weekend. But no, uh, I got heavily tempered expectations with a hint of excitement because I don't know what to expect. I know I've seen, you know, quite a bit of stuff, but I haven't seen like a full like 15 minutes uncut playthrough of anything. So I, I have no idea. I don't have my quick look, but uh, I'm excited for it. I will be okay. getting it. Um, and so moving on uh, to our final segment. And I just want to make this clear. I'm only going to be covering Let's Go Pikachu. I do need somebody to cover Let's Go Eevee. Moving on to our final segment. Uh, this day in gaming, Monday, twelfth November. No, twelfth November. November twelfth. November twelfth. Yep. Not a Monday. Not a Monday. It's not always a Monday. I apologize. Uh, this day in gaming, November twelfth. Uh, there were only two games uh, of significance to me on this list. Uh, it was a lot of DLCs and a lot of games that was just eh. Uh, so the first one was Mirror's Edge, two thousand eight. Uh, came out in two thousand eight on PS three, Xbox three sixty. I've never actually played this game, but watching extensive gameplay of this game just blew my mind how they could make a game as beautiful as Mirror's Edge. Oh yeah, a game that's 10 years old, uh, it might not age 100% well, still still holds up pretty good, especially any HD uh, remakes of it. I uh, did not touch the uh, the second one, unfortunately, but uh, no, this was... Mirror's uh, Edge Catalyst, I think the second one was called. Something like that. But yeah. this game... I guess the term fluid really defines it with how yeah. seamless yeah. it tries to be. And it does a good job with it, too. Hardcore so, parkour. Um, hardcore parkour. 
The second second game on this list is is very much significant to me. Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal came out in 2004 on the PS2. Now, Up Your Arsenal, I believe, is number three um, in the series. Um, and I played the fuck out of these games. I played Ratchet and Clank 2 going commando first before I played uh, Up Your Arsenal. And um, I... It's one of those games where you beat the... You finish the game, beat the story, and then it's like, oh, do you want to start over? But it's going to be harder this time. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And the games have a leveling system. Uh, the weapons have leveling systems. So you go from 1 to 50, I think, during your first playthrough. And yeah. then they level up to a final form. And then you can go even further than that and level them up to another form. So you go from, like, uh, Saiyan to Super Saiyan to Rose, Gold, Black, Ultra level Saiyan. And Ultra that's essentially what I got all the weapons to. So, question. Yeah. Uh, Retchen and Clank, what would you say uh, is the uh, average age group? Um. Huh. Huh. I I want to say I want to say I mean, tweens. Do like, we, do we know what the uh, ESRB rating of this game is? Three plus. For most of the games, it was three plus. What is three plus? Uh, everyone. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know what that means. You're speaking Canadian to me, man. That, that, that was scary. Ooh, careful. I, I need to get my baby blanket now. Oh, mercy. Are you yeah, okay yeah. there, man? Everyone. Yeah, no. Three plus. Like, listen. There's a different rating set. Of, I'm, I'm going to look this up now. Video game rating system. Um, yeah, okay. I understand the uh, ESRB might not uh, you know, exist over your end, but that was, that was scary. That was a scary word you said over there. <laughs> um, but yeah. It oh, is everyone. Here, everyone 10 plus. Which uh, means uh, this game was okay for somebody that was 10 years or older. Right. But over in Great Britain, saying up your arsenal is fairly, you know, it's a fairly vulgar, vulgar joke. I, I don't know how uh, they managed to let this one uh, slip on by. Like, it's impressive how well they got away with something like that. Uh, no, there were different names uh, for the games. Uh, so, up your arsenal, uh, it was Ratchet and Clank 3 in Europe and Japan, and Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal in Australia and North America. Wow, they were really smart about that. Look at yep. them. Yeah, that's that, why that, I, that's why I know it as the third game. Okay. That, yeah. No, that, that, that's smart. Uh, I mean, vocalization. Play to your, mm -hmm. play to your audience. Um, but yeah, no, so it's... Uh, oh, actually, my bad. It came out in 2004. Uh, it, has, it has a teen rating. Oh, oh, I mean, I got a shows to me that I got E10 plus. Okay, so about the same. Yeah, was, I I hesitated with the um, everyone rating because the first game is insanely difficult. Sometimes you only have limit. You have like four. It's like having four hearts throughout the entire campaign, and it gets really difficult at some point. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, this has been very long on the tooth. Let's wrap this show yeah. up. Um, this has been episode 26. We yeah. had a fantastic interview. Uh, and Tyler, where can we find you um, on the internets? Uh, right now, I'm going to stay in the shadows, but I will release my Twitter at two times Tyler, all letters, one word. So uh, two times Tyler. If you right, so if, if you're ever concerned or upset with any kind of opinion Tyler has shared, please use that. Um, you can find me on my Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. That's um, where all the praise should go to at LRWarrior11. On my Twitter and Instagram. 
that's where you can find me too. Um, you can you can contact the the show through our Twitter. You can find us on Casual MasterQuest at on Twitter at MasterQuestPod, or email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Want to give a shout out to Los because he apparently got a kick when you accidentally believed that blinker fluid existed. Whoops! Yikes! Yikes! It was a, I don't even remember what happened last week. Every uh, Saturday is always. You were hitting on a uh, driver and uh, saying no, that no, no. I, I remember the exact situation. I'm I'm talking about before and after the show. I don't really like Saturdays are always a, an interesting day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Nick. That's I'm Tyler. Tyler. Going in there. Um, this has been episode 26. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good week. Have a good week. Have a good week. Uh, have a good week. And don't forget to never stop the grind. Peace. Happy birthday to all the birthday people out there. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary, too. Thank you. Yeah, we love you all. I love you. Yeah. Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod.